High School Football is brought to you by the ESPN 1550 KICS Sports Boosters. Local business supporting local youth and local athletics. Good evening and welcome to high school football here on ESPN 1550. We have the Class C2 football game here tonight between the Freeman Falcons and the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks here at Duncan Field, the home of the Blue Hawks. Uh, we're just wrapping up the national anthem here and the opening prayers. The kids are getting ready to take the field here on this Friday night for some varsity football. The weather tonight, right now, pretty nice. It's uh, a little bit cloudy. No one's complaining about that, though. 73 degrees right now. We have about 62% humidity, and we have winds blowing out of the northeast at 6 miles per hour. Let's get you the starting lineups first for the Freeman Falcons at quarterback. They have uh, number 7, Carter Roos. At um, wide receiver and defensive back, Wyatt Curry. At running back and linebacker, Nathan Archer. At running back and defensive back, Colby Sugden. At defensive back, Chase Mentz. At running back in strong safety, we have Nolan Robinson. Trey Yates is playing wide receiver and defensive back for the Falcons. Uh, Judd Alberts plays on the offensive line along with Curtis Krause, Jarrett Schroeder, Brock Robinson, and Landon husband and those are your starters for the freeman falcons and then looking at the saint cecilia blue hawks on the uh their starters at running back they have tate schmidt quarterback is gus driscoll wide receiver is alex burns the other running back is micah heil they'll both split carries him and tate gunner fisher is playing wide receiver jacob brouliette is playing wide receiver and defensive back anthony sabaka plays tight end and linebacker for them George Arthur at the offensive line position along with Sam Hubbard, uh, Braden Lindauer, Jaden Lagunas, and Connor Pell. And that wraps up your starters for the Hastings St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. And again, it's a Class C2 football game here tonight between the Freeman Falcons and the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. St. Cecilia 1-0 after beating Freeman last week. Or not Freeman, excuse me. They beat uh, Hershey last week. And Freeman is 0-1 after losing to UTAN last week. And now the kickoff is underway. St. Cecilia won the toss, but they elected to defer. And they kick it off here. And it's going to be fielded at about the 15-yard line. Taken up to the far side of the field. Down at the 28-yard line for the Freeman Falcons. And that is where they'll start their first drive of the game. They actually mark them down at the 30. So first and 10 from the 30-yard line for the Freeman Falcons. And again, just in case... I went through it a little too quick. The Hastings St. Cecilia Bluehawks did win the coin toss, but they elected to defer until the second half, so Freeman will start with the ball. Also, it's homecoming night here tonight, an early homecoming here for the St. Cecilia Bluehawks, so an important game. I'm sure they're riled up. Got a lot of St. Cecilia Bluehawks fans here tonight. They're all on the other side of the field, though, but uh, nonetheless, pretty packed house here tonight at Duncan Field. Here on the first play of the game they're going to hand the ball off into the Freeman Falcons and he's going to be wrapped up in the backfield that is Anthony Sabatka on the tackle there in the backfield nice tackle by him a loss of uh, about four yards there on the carry and that's going to make it second and 14 at the 26 yard line great way to start the night for the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks defense here on second down Freeman Lines up in a pistol formation. And here it looks like they're going to run a little option play. He pitches it back. The quarterback doesn't. It's going to be another tackle for a loss. This time it's number 22 for the Blue Hawks. Micah Heil getting the tackle in the backfield. There is a penalty marker down on the play, though. We'll see where it is. 
It was a loss of about five there. So it would be third and 19, but we'll see what the penalty is. It's against Freeman for a legal procedure. The penalty is declined. I was wondering if that was, was going to be the case, and it is. So that was a loss of five. So negative nine yards on the first two plays here for the Freeman Falcons as they now are facing a third and a bus ride from Freeman, or Adams, I should say, as uh, they are facing a third and 19 now. They have the quarterback rolling out to the right. That's He's going to throw it deep over the middle of the field, and it's almost picked up, uh, tipped up in the air. The pass is going to be incomplete. Number 40 there on the coverage, Jacob Brouillette. And uh, nice coverage there as it was deep over the middle near midfield. That ball was thrown by Carter Roos, the quarterback for the Freeman Falcons. But that is going to be a quick three and out here for Freeman as they have fourth and 19 now from their own 21-yard line. And they will be punting the ball away. Micah Heil and Jacob Brouillette are back deep to receive the punt. Good defensive stand there by the Blue Hawks. Last week they had a really good game holding... Uh, Hershey only to 13 points and forcing three turnovers. So a really good game by the Blue Hawks D last week. Here is the punt. It's going to be a low punt caught here by Michael Heil. He's going to try to reverse field, break a tackle. He does. He's got a little bit of running room now. That was almost a block in the back right here near the near sideline. Refs didn't call it, though. He's going to be tackled at the 40-yard line, the Freeman 40-yard line. So great starting for field position here for the uh, St. Cecilia Blue Hawks as they now have first and 10 at the 40-yard line for their first drive here of homecoming night here at Duncan Field. Again, the St. Celia Blue Hawks are 1-0 after beating Hershey last week, and the Freeman Falcons are 0-1. Last year's game, St. Cecilia was on the road against Freeman in Adams, and Freeman won that game 25 to nothing. so I'm sure the kids who were there last year remember that. They want to get a little revenge here on the first play. It's going to be handoff to Micah Heil, and he's going to break a tackle or two, and he turns something out of nothing there. As he was looking like he was going to get wrapped up uh, right at the line of scrimmage, but he breaks a couple tackles and he gets five yards there. That's going to make it second and five here for St. Cecilia. And if they could do that all night, they'll be in pretty good shape. They are at the 35-yard line of the Freeman Falcons. The Blue Hawks huddling up. First-year head coach Cody Jackson got his first win last week, looking now to get his first home win as they won that game on the road in Hershey here on second down. They're going to come out in the pistol formation. Are the Blue Hawks going to hand the ball off here to number three? That is Tate Schmidt there on the carry. They got a lot of running backs here. Tate Schmidt, Micah Heil, they're going to be switching up between them. Maybe even Jacob Brouillette will get a few carries. But it's a gain of nothing there. He got tackled right at the line of scrimmage. So that's going to make it third down and five. And uh, pretty big third down here because you're kind of in that no man's land where you can't kick a field goal from this far unless you got an NFL kicker. And you don't really want to punt it at the 35-yard line, but we'll see what Cody Jackson decides to do, if it even comes down to a fourth down, because here on third down, I'm sure they got uh, something. Gus Driscoll only went three for 11 last week, but he had a couple of clutch third down conversions, and here they're going to run an option play. It's going to be pitched to Michael Heil. He's got room in front of him. He's going to get a first down and more. Breaks the tackle, falls down right near the 25-yard line, and they mark him down just shy of the 25 Actually down right at the 25-yard line. So it's going to be a gain of 10 there on third down. Big third down conversion. It's going to make it first and 10 from the 25-yard line here. 9.26 left to go in the first quarter as St. Cecilia is already threatening down here with the football looking to score. 
Coming out of the pistol formation once again, Gus Driscoll and Michael Heil in the backfield. Not a great snap there, but he takes care of it. Gus Driscoll is going to get a chance to throw here, and it's caught by number 15 there on the reception. That's Alex Burns with the catch, a gain of about nine there on first down. Good throw, good catch by Gus and, and Alex Burns there. It's going to make it second and one now for the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. Like I said last week, Gus only threw the ball three times, three for or eleven times, but only completed three passes. But like I said, he had a couple of a clutch third down conversions, so they'll be expecting maybe a little bit better from here tonight. Here on second down, they're going to hand the ball off to Michael Heil. He breaks the tackle. He's going to get a first down and more. Almost loses the ball, but he's taken down near uh, the goal line, about four yards short. Big run there by Michael Heil, showing some explosiveness, some speed here from the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. That's one thing I've heard about them. They have a lot of speed here on this team, uh, do the Blue Hawks. And now you're starting to see it with Micah Heil, Tate Schmidt running the ball. 8.20 left to go here in the first quarter, and they have first and goal from the three-yard line. Gus Driscoll lines up under center. Under center. He's going to hand the ball off here to Michael Heil. Michael Heil's going to break a tackle in the backfield. That one could have been a tackle for a loss, but he gets into the end zone, muscles his way in. Michael Heil's been in the weight room over the summer, and that's going to be a touchdown here for St. Cecilia. That makes the score 6 to nothing here early on in the first quarter. Great drive by the offense, and also set up by a great defensive stand as it forced a uh, punt by the Freeman Falcons and a short field there for the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. So here on the extra point attempt, they will line up. Jacob Brouliette, the kicker. Last year they or last week they had a uh, extra point blocked. And here is the extra point. The snap is good, hold is good, and the kick is up and good. That makes the score seven to nothing here at Duncan Field. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more football here on ESPN fifteen fifty. B&B Carpet and Donovan, now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is worry-free for life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet-proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the worry-free solution, see B&B Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go. ESPN 1550, KICS. Good evening. Welcome back to some Class C2 high school football here on ESPN 1550. It's the Freeman Falcons at Duncan Field taking on the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. That last drive by St. Cecilia to go up 7 to nothing here in the first. Six plays, 40 yards, capped off by a three-yard run by Micah Heil. Uh, they burned a good amount of clock off, too. They got it with 11.53, and the drive ended with 8.09, so almost a four-minute drive there. And that's what they want to see. That's St. Cecilia football right there. Pound it down the throat, get yards, burn some clock, and play good defense as well. So here is the kickoff, the second kickoff of the night now for the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. We have a man running late onto the field for Freeman. The kick is a low one, but a long one. It's going to be fielded at about the 10-yard line. And he's going to bring it upfield. He gets a couple of good blocks. He's going to get past the 20, and he's going to be taken out of bounds near the 40-yard line, tackled by Jacob Rouliette there on special teams, out at about the 37-yard line. So this is where Freeman will start their second drive of the game, and I'm sure they're going to want to do better than last time. Negative nine yards total and uh, forced to punt after fourth and 19. 
two back-to-back running plays. One was tackled for a four-yard loss. The next one was tackled for a five-yard loss. And then an incomplete on third down, an incomplete pass. So we'll see what they come out here with on this second drive of the game for the Freeman Falcons. 8.03 left to go here in the first quarter. They come out in the pistol formation. Carter Roos is going to drop back to throw here. He's looking to his left. He's going to look downfield. He's got a wide-open running lane, and he's going to take it. And he's going to bullet defender over. Big play there by Carter Roos. He gets about five yards. Their first gain of the evening, that makes it second and five after that five-yard run there by Carter Roos. No one was open. It was good coverage by St. Cecilia, but they didn't stay home there on the quarterback, and he was able to find some running room and get a few yards there on that first down carry. Now here on second down, they they like that pistol formation, do the Freeman Falcons, because they're in it again. It's kind of a strange pistol formation. They have two backs behind Carter Roos. Here they're going to run an option play. It's going to be pitched. He's got a little bit of running room, does the uh, running back, but he's going to get tackled short of the first down marker, about a yard short. Good run play there nonetheless, four yards. That's going to make it third and one here, so a big third down. If you're Freeman, you don't want to uh, have to punt it again or face another fourth down right away. You want to get a third down and kind of ease into this game, definitely, because right now they're kind of struggling offensively, even with those back-to-back good runs. You can feel that St. Cecilia is a little bit faster, and it seems like they are are ready for what Freeman does. Carter Roos, of course, he can run it and throw it. He's a freshman, 6'1", 180 is Carter Roos, a big boy. He doesn't look like a freshman, but he is. And here we're going to have a false start on Freeman after that uh, tough... uh, uh, an illegal procedure, actually, but still, nonetheless, tough penalty there to have on third and one. That's going to make the third down much more difficult. Basically ensures that it's a passing down now, so it's going to make it easier on St. Cecilia's defense. It's going to be third and six on the 42-yard line. And now the uh, Freeman Falcons will line up again this time in the shotgun formation. Looks like Carter Roos is telling him what to do. A little bit of confusion on the Freeman side. But they're lined up now here on this third and six. Carter Roos is going to drop back to throw. It's going to be a screen pass, and it's going to be caught here. He's going to have enough for a first down. He's going to be tackled right after midfield. Good play design there by the Freeman Falcons. Able to get a first down on third and six. Gain of about nine there. So that's going to make it first and ten from the St. Cecilia 47-yard line now. First quarter already kind of flying by. Six minutes left to go. Both teams like to run the ball, like I said, so we won't see that clock stopped too much. Doubt it'll be too pass happy out here tonight at Duncan Field. Here in the pistol formation once again, they're going to bring a man in motion. They're going to hand it off to that man. He's going to have a nice hole in front of him, but it's going to be plugged up by the St. Cecilia defense. Gain of nothing there. Looked like he had a nice hole made by his offensive line, but not able to get anything going as Micah Heil was right there to get the tackle and the Freeman Falcons showing a little bit of trickery in their playbook coming out with a little nice screen on third and six there and then a wide receiver reverse there on first down but it goes for nothing loss of about one actually they got him down behind the line of scrimmage almost one we'll still call it second and ten but here a second and a long ten for the Freeman Falcons they line up in that pistol formation once again Carter Roos in the backfield He's going to drop back to throw. He's rolling out to his left here, and he's under pressure, almost sacked. He's got running room. He's going to take the ball himself, and he's hit hard right on the sideline. 
And we got a man kind of shaken up. The man who hit Carter Roos, number 15 there, is kind of shaken up after that hit. Alex Burns, he led with his shoulder. And he's, he's walking and everything, but he's definitely not feeling well after that hit. So we'll see what's going to happen here. He's on the uh, Freeman sideline, too. Looks like he's holding on to that rib cage area. We're going to take a quick break as they deal with this injury, and we'll be back with more football here on ESPN 1550. It's the sale you've been waiting for. Gary Michael Summer Half Price Sale. All men's and ladies' summer clothing is half price. Don't delay. There's still plenty of hot weather ahead, and Gary Michaels has the clothing for all occasions, from swim to golf to summer weddings. Now half price. And ladies, Hobo and Brighton clearance, half to 75% off. Shop now in downtown Hastings and Kearney, Gary Michaels Clothiers. ESPN 1550, KICS. Good evening and welcome back here to High School Football, Class C2 High School Football on ESPN 1550, KICS. As uh, Jacob Rouliette was able to come off the field on his own accord, does have his helmet off here. We'll see if he comes back into the game. Or that's, excuse me, Alex Burns. I had, I had it right earlier. I don't know why I said Jacob Rouliette. Here on the third down play, the ball is going to go over the head of the quarterback, Gus Driscoll. He's going to go back and pick it up before anyone else can get to it. He's going to throw a wild pass out of bounds, and that's going to be a fourth down. So after getting that first down finally, they are uh, forced to punt it here on fourth down as it was uh, not a great snap there by the center for Freeman. And they're going to have to punt it here after they are finally getting a little bit of momentum going. But that penalty... Did hurt them, made it a little bit tougher there on that other third down, and then they weren't able to get anything going after the first down. So here they are punting the ball back to St. Cecilia. Mike Heil and Tate Schmidt back deep to return. Jacob Brouillette, excuse me, back deep, and he's going to field the ball. Tough catch there, but he catches it at the goal line. He uh, squeezes through some Freeman defenders, but he's going to be taken down shy of the 15 at about the 14-yard line. So the second drive here for St. Cecilia will start first and 10. They mark him down at the 15, and they got a long field to work with now as Freeman was able to flip field position there uh, with that pretty good punt. It looked like it was going to actually go out of bounds, but Jacob Rouliette fielded it at the two-yard line, and he brought it up field. He did get a 13-yard return there, but was taken down at the 15. Now here on first down. St. Cecilia is going to line up in a pistol. We're going to see a lot of that pistol tonight. Both teams like running that option play. Gus Driscoll takes the snap. He's going to hand it off here to Micah Heil. Micah Heil's got some room in front of him. Breaks a tackle and almost breaks another. I think he has enough for a first down there. If not, he's really close. Looks like he's just close to a first down. A gain of a nine there. And uh, Micah Heil having himself a game already tonight. Has a touchdown. Has quite a few yards. A lot of carries, too. He's going to be the workhorse all year for the St. Cecilia Bluehawks. He already has 40 yards here in the first quarter alone. And like I said, he has that touchdown earlier on five carries. So that's averaging eight yards a carry. Five for 40. Those are the numbers you'll take any day of the week if you're St. Cecilia. Here on second down and one, they're going to line up in the pistol formation once again. We have a whistle and a flag come out before the snap. A delay a game. Taking too long to get out of the huddle there, St. Cecilia is. 
3.58 left to go here in the first quarter. St. Cecilia leading the Freeman Falcons 7-0 after a three-yard touchdown run by Tate Schmidt on the last drive by St. Cecilia. And Freeman has had two drives so far. Both have ended with a punt. They only have one first down so far in the game, so St. Cecilia's defense able to play as Micah Heil comes out of the game here. Now they bring in Tate Schmidt at running back. Kind of their two-headed monster, Tate Schmidt and Micah Heil, both seniors as well. Both have been playing here for quite a while. Here on second down, they're going to hand the ball off to Tate. Tate's going to try to get a little bit of running room, and he does. He gains a few yards there on second down, makes the third down a little bit easier. It's going to be third and, I believe, four yards after a two-yard gain there on third, on second and six. Actually call it third and three. St. Cecilia huddling up again. Kind of different than what we see from Adam Central. They barely they barely do a huddle. They kind of like running a quick pace offense like we did uh, saw last week. They like to throw the ball. This is a complete 180 from the team that we covered last week. This this week at St. Cecilia, and they love they love to pound the rock and grind that clock. Didn't mean to rhyme there. Here on third down, they're going to fake the handoff to Tate Schmidt, and Gus Driscoll is going to have some running room. He makes a man miss, and he's going to get enough for that first down, it looks like. A gain of four there. Great play by Gus Driscoll. As he faked, it was a little option read, and they were committed to getting Tate Schmidt there. Gus kept it himself, took it to the far sideline, gained four yards on third and three, and that's enough to give them a first down, and now they have first down and 10 at their own 25-yard line. Methodical, getting a few yards of carry. I'm sure Cody Jackson doesn't like that penalty, that delay a game, but uh, other than that, pretty good first three plays here on this second drive of the game for St. Cecilia. They line up in the pistol again. This time Tate Schmidt in the backfield. He's going to take the handoff. He's going to try to find some running room. He does. Looked like he was going to be tackled in the backfield, but he's able to turn into a gain of about two there. He's going to make it second and eight. Second and seven, actually. After that three-yard run by Tate Schmidt. Last year, St. Cecilia was on the road in Freeman, and Freeman won that game 25 to nothing, so already doing better than last year is St. Cecilia. And after that game, St. Cecilia actually went on a five-game winning streak and uh, then lost the last three games of the season. They finished with a 6-4 and four record. Here on second and seven, Gus Jussel's going to pass. He's going to pass it over the middle. Kind of a dangerous pass. A little bit to the left of Jacob Rouliette there. He wasn't able to get to it. And that's going to make it third and seven, and that's going to stop the clock with 2.08 left to go here in the first quarter. Second and seven, kind of a difficult down. Or third and seven, excuse me, kind of a difficult down to run it on, so I'm sure we might see another pass here from Gus. They line up here in the shotgun formation. We have an official timeout, don't know why. We'll see what the Zebras are talking about. I'm having a little sidebar over here between the line judge and the ref. Don't know what they're talking about, though. And it looks like they're getting ready to get back into it. Oh, there was a man who was cut on Freeman. He was bleeding a little bit. Here on third down, they're going to run the option play. A lot of room to work with. Gus is going to pitch it here to Tate Schmidt. Tate Schmidt's going to try to get that first down. He's going to be close. He's going to be about a yard short, it looks like. So that's going to make it fourth and very short, depending on what the refs say here. They're kind of looking at the chain gang. Yep, and they're calling it fourth down. Fourth and a few inches. No, they're going to measure it. So, yeah, it is very close. 
So I think they'll bring out the chain gain here, and they're going to measure it. And it seems I think it is going to be just short of the first down. It looks like it's a little bit short. That first down marker was at the 41-yard line, I believe, 42, and I think they're out right near the 42, right about at the 41. So we'll see now. We'll get an official confirmation as they bring out the chain gang. Remember, if you're listening to this and you're at another game, we would love to get score updates. You can call or text updates to 308-646-0506, and we will add it to our live football scoreboard at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And it is going to be just short. That's going to make it fourth and one. And you see a big switch here. It looks like they are going to punt the ball away. Or maybe they'll go big formation. We'll see here what Cody decides to do. Internet streaming of high school games on the Platte River Radio group of stations and on PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. And the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet here on 4th and 1. It looks like uh, they are going to punt the ball away. No one, no one is back deep to return here for Freeman. It's a high ball. It goes over the head there of the punter. He picks it up. He falls down. Still loose. He is able to fall on it, but that's going to be a costly turnover on downs there. He loses a lot of yards. It's going to be first and goal here for the Freeman Falcons after that not great snap there by the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks, and that's going to be a turnover on downs. And now Freeman's going to have first and goal from the eight-yard line. So big play there. We'll see if St. Cecilia's defense can continue to hold. 155 left to go here in the first quarter. Our score is 7-0. St. Cecilia leading the Freeman Falcons, but a costly mistake there. And Cody Jackson talked about it last week, or in the pregame rather. He said they need to clean up special teams, and there was a rough special teams play here on first down. For Freeman, they're going to toss the ball to the far side of the field. He's going to juke one way, juke the other, and he's going to be close to a touchdown, very close. We have Freeman players saying that it was a touchdown, but it looks like they're going to mark him down right at the one-inch yard line. The one-inch line. Even though there is no inch line, it's just yard lines. But nonetheless, he's very close to getting into the end zone. Second and goal here. Now just a few inches away from pounding this football in and uh, maybe making it a tie game. So we'll see what happens here with Freeman. Tough, tough position to put your defense in, even if St. Cecilia's defense is pretty good, and they've shown so far here early on in the year that they can play. This is a tough spot to be in. Here on second and goal, they're going to hand the ball off, and it's going to be tackled in the backfield. Big play there by St. Cecilia's defense. That is number 16 on the, on the tackle there, Isaiah Swanson getting in on the action. That's going to be a loss of four yards there on second down. That's going to make it a third and goal from about the five-yard line. Big play there by Isaiah Swanson. Big, big play. Here on this third down play, they line up with uh, Gus Driscoll under center. They're going to fake the handoff. Gus is going to roll out to his right here. He's looking for a man. Nobody's open. He's looking to run it himself, too, and he's going to kind of throw it into the end zone. It's incomplete. Falls out to the back of the end zone. That's going to make it fourth and goal, and St. Cecilia's defense holds. We'll see what Freeman decides to do here. They are sending out number 14, who is Chase Mentz. I don't see him on the offensive starter, so I'm assuming he's the kicker. So maybe they will try to kick this short little 22-yard field goal. 31 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. It looks like they are going to 
They're going to go for it, it looks like. Yeah, they're lining up. Gus Driscoll under center here for the Freeman Falcons. Big play here early on in the game. Gus is going to fake the handoff. He's going to roll out to his right. He's going to throw it into the end zone, and it's caught for a touchdown right in the corner of the end zone. Great play there by the Freeman Falcons. Able to make this game 7-6, to six, maybe tie it up barring the extra point, but a big play there on fourth and goal to get that touchdown. He threw it. Kind of lofted it, did Gus Driscoll right? Or not Gus Driscoll, excuse me. That's uh, Carter Roos kind of lofted it over to the corner of the end zone here on the near sideline, and his big wide receiver was able to bring it down. That makes it 7-6 to six here with 24 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. As we await the extra point, snap is good, hold is good, kick is good through the uprights. That makes it 7-7 seven to seven here at Duncan Field between St. Cecilia and the Freeman Falcons. We'll be back with more high school football right after this on ESPN 1550. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to uh, Class C2 High School Football here on ESPN 1550, KICS, as the sun is starting to go down here at Duncan Field. It's the Freeman Falcons and St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. We're all knotted up here in the first quarter at 7 apiece. That last drive by the Freeman Falcons, a... Four plays, eight yards. Took four plays to get eight yards, but they did have a five-yard touchdown pass to number 34 for the Freeman Falcons, and that is Trey Yates catching the pass from Carter Roos there. Nice play there on fourth down to get that conversion. 24 seconds left to go here in the first quarter as we await the kickoff here from the Freeman Falcons. Here is the kick. It's going to be a low kick. Fielded at about the 10-yard line here by Tate Schmidt. He's going to bring it upfield. He's going to look for a lane to run. He gets one, breaks a tackle, and he's going to be down at about the 34-yard line. Good return there by Tate Schmidt. Gets them a decent starting field position here, St. Cecilia. And they'll look to try to get things back going with this offense as the drive kind of stalled out after they were looking so well on their first two drives. The last one stalled out, and then they tried to punt the ball away on a fourth and one. It was a fourth and a long one, but a fourth and one nonetheless, and then just went right over the punter's head, and it was a turnover on downs as he wasn't able to do anything with it except fall on it. Here on this first down play, St. Cecilia lines up in the pistol formation, going to hand the ball off here to Micah Heil. He's going to get a nice hole. He's going to gain about seven yards there on first down. Good run there by Micah Heil. It's going to be a gain of about eight there on first down, and that's going to bring us to the end of the second quarter. We'll be back with this second down play. Our score after one, Freeman seven, St. Cecilia seven. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. Locally owned Hastings Physical Therapy is the leader in one-on-one hands-on care. 
Hi, my name is Sean Vonerfect, and at Hastings Physical Therapy, we want you to know the choice is yours when selecting your physical therapist. Our staff at Hastings Physical Therapy is committed to helping patients meet their goals in a relaxed, calm environment with the highest level of care for your recovery. We're located at 2307 Osborne Drive West at the corner of 281 and Kansas Avenue. To learn more about our services and team, log on to HastingsPhysicalTherapy.com. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the Greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to Class C2 High School Football here on ESPN 1550. Our score after one quarter are the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks 7 and the Freeman Falcons 7. A pretty even first quarter there as uh, Jacob Brouillette went 1 for 2 for 9 yards. But rushing-wise, St. Cecilia, or not Jacob Brouillette, excuse me, that's Gus Driscoll, went 1 for 2 for 9 yards and... Rushing the ball, they had 11 for 64. Here on second down, they're going to throw the ball, and Gus is going to wind it up deep, looking for Jacob Brouillette, and it's going to be just over the head of Brouillette. He was open, had a few steps on his defender there. Gus just not able, well, he put too much air under it there, and they weren't able to hook up. That would have been a big play there on second and one. That's kind of the perfect time to go for that shot, though, as now they're facing an easy third down. I don't know if you can ever call any third down easy, but they are facing a short third down. Chain gain hasn't changed it yet. They say second and one, but it is third and one. Here on this third down play. They're going to line up in a bunch formation with Gus Driscoll under center. Tate Schmidt in the backfield. They're going to hand the ball off here to Tate. He's going to try to break a tackle, force his way forward. He does get enough for that first down. Gains about a tough two yards there on third and one, and that's going to make it first and ten now from the St. Cecilia 45-yard line. Another first down here for St. Cecilia. Even though the score is even, you'd look at the box score, not seeing the score, you'd see that St. Cecilia has quite a few first downs here after that first quarter. And uh, Freeman only has one. But it is the 7-7 seven seven nonetheless. Here is the first down play. Gus Driscoll is going to roll out to his left, and he's going to try to run with it himself. He's going to get a gain of maybe one or two yards there. A penalty marker does come out at the end of the play. It is at the area of the 46-yard line. We have a man down on the field for the Freeman Falcons. We'll see what the call is. The refs are having a little sidebar here. As we also await this man who's down on the field, and he looks to be on the ground, lying down, so... We might take a break here. We want to see what the penalty is here. First personal foul. It's going to be on St. Cecilia. And that's going to be a 15-yard penalty there on first down. That's a big penalty. And we are going to take a break here as we await this injury timeout. So we'll be back with more high school football here on ESPN 1550.
The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. This is Tom at Burt's Pharmacy. As fall approaches, a reminder that we are starting to book flu shot clinics, so we will come to your office or your place of work and give flu shots for your staff or coworkers. 462-4466 is our phone number, and also Medicare D. Sign up for next year's approaching, so let us take the guesswork out of your planning for next year. Burt's Pharmacy, 402-462-4466, or downtown, 402-462-4343. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to High School Football here on ESPN 1550. And now we have a first down and 25 here for St. Cecilia after that personal foul. And uh, it's going to be a rollout here by Gus Driscoll. He's going to roll out to his left, and he's going to throw to his left here. Caught on the first down play for a gain, maybe seven or eight there. That is number 30 there on the reception. It's Gunnar Fisher. The slot ride receiver for St. Cecilia. Gain of about four there, I guess. Looked a little bit more than four. But that makes it second and 21 here for St. Cecilia after that personal foul. Not sure really what happened. Did see that a man was down and the personal foul was called on St. Cecilia. Weren't able to catch it as it was on the far sideline. Here on second down, they're going to run this little option play. Gus Driscoll looking to pitch to his man, Tate Schmidt, and he does. And Tate Schmidt's going to be tackled behind the line of scrimmage. Tough run there. They lose some yards, maybe two. That's going to make it third and about a mile here for St. Cecilia now. Penalties really hurting St. Cecilia here early on. They don't have a lot, but those couple that they do have have been costly. A few mistakes earlier, early on in the uh, first half. Kind of mistakes you see here early on in the season, though. A, a punt, or not excuse me, a punt, a, a snap going over the punter's head, delay a game, and a personal foul. So here on third and 24, they're going to line up in the pistol formation. Gus Driscoll is going to drop back to throw. He's under pressure. He's going to step up into the pocket. He's going to look to run it himself. He has some running room. Jacob Rouliette gives him a block. He's not going to have enough for a first down. He's going to be hit a little bit late. Not late enough to draw a flag, though. There is a penalty marker on the play. Not sure if that's going to be on. It's in the backfield. It's in the area of holding. It looks like it's going to be holding there on uh, Micah Heil for St. Cecilia, and I'm sure that penalty will be declined. It is. That's going to make it fourth, and it looks like about 16. So a decent run there by Gus Driscoll, but not nearly enough to get that first down on fourth and 20 or third and 24. And now they have 4th and 16. Now we await the punt here from St. Cecilia as they do have the punting team out. Number 8 is their punter. That's Gus Driscoll. So he's the quarterback and the punter. Kind of dangerous if you think about it. That uh, leaves open some room for some trick plays. Here is the punt, though. No trick play on this one. It's going to be a far punt. Takes a Freeman bounce out of bounds, and it's going to be out at the 33-yard line. So uh, Freeman will start 
Their next drive of the game with first and 10 at their own 33. 10.07 left to go here in the second quarter. All knotted up here at Duncan Field between the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks and the Freeman Falcons. St. Cecilia has probably outplayed Freeman, I'd say, but that uh, turnover on downs was really costly as it gave Freeman a very short field to work with. They had a first and goal from the five-yard line after that snap that went over the punter's head. Here on first and ten, they're going to line up in the shotgun formation, send a man out in motion here on the near sideline. He's going to pitch, and no one's there! But St. Cecilia players are. He's going to be picked up here by St. Cecilia. That is number 15 there on the fumble recovery. Alex Burns looks like a bit of miscommunication there on Freeman's side. He was trying to run the option play, pitched it as he was about to get hit was uh, Carter Roos, and he had no one there to pitch it to, and the ball just kind of fell to the ground and then picked up by Alex Burns, and now a costly mistake here by Freeman is going to give St. Cecilia a great field position. They have first and goal now from the Freeman 8-yard line. So big, big play there, big turnover, kind of an unforced error there on Freeman, but St. Cecilia will take it. And that was big Alex Burns picking that ball up and taking it back. He almost got into the end zone, but just eight yards shy. And now St. Cecilia has a short field to work with. Here on first down, they're going to fake the handoff. Or actually, they are going to hand it off to Tate Schmidt. He's going to bust up the middle. He's going to be close to the end zone. And they mark him down at the two-yard line. Actually, down at the one. So gain of seven there on first down. Now they're going to have first and goal, second and goal at the one-yard line. Big, big, big play there by the Freeman offense. Don't know what the confusion was. It looks like the running back went one way and the quarterback went the other way, and then he tried to pitch it to his running back, and he wasn't there. So it was a fumble. Here on the second down play, they're going to give it to Gus Driscoll. He's going to try to power his way in, and he does. The quarterback sneak gets St. Cecilia into the end zone, makes the score 13-7 here at Duncan Field as St. Cecilia regains the lead, the Blue Hawks getting a big turnover and turning that into points. That is something Cody Jackson, the head coach, first-year head coach, will take every time. Now we await the extra point here from Jacob Brouillette for St. Cecilia. 9.20 left to go here in the second quarter. After that touchdown play, we have a little bit of confusion. A man missing on the field goal team. He's getting yelled at from the sideline to come out. He sprints his way onto the field. Here is the snap is good. Hold is good. Kick is through the uprights and good. That makes the score 14-7 to here at Duncan Field. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more right here on ESPN 1550. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. At 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to Class C2 High School Football here on ESPN 1550. It's the Freeman Falcons and St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. St. Cecilia leading this football game 14-7 after that uh, two-play, eight-yard drive and a one-yard touchdown run by Gus Driscoll to cap things off. And uh, the good extra point by Jacob Rouliette makes the score 14-7 here tonight. 
St. Cecilia looking to go 2-0 on the season. Freeman looking to get their first win of the season as they lost last week to Utan, 29-14. The Blue Hawks won last week over Hershey, 28-13. Here is the kickoff by St. Cecilia. It's Carson Kudlik check on the kick and there's a flag that comes out here at the back of the field it looks like it looks like Freeman has too many too many guys on the field there on that kickoff oh well there was only 11 I don't know why the ref threw the flag they waved the flag off it was an inadvertent flag or a miscount by the referee. Because he thought there was 12, but there was actually 11. One snuck off. <laughs> and now we'll redo the kick. Here on homecoming night for the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. Early homecoming. Here is the kick. It's a long one, but a short one. Or a long one, but a not high one. It's fielded here at the 10-yard line by Freeman. And he's going to be tackled just shy of the 30-yard line. Tackled by Connor Pell there for St. Cecilia. That's going to make it first and 10 from about the 28. And last time Freeman was on the field, it was disastrous. So what we think happened was uh, a man got sent into motion accidentally. And then the quarterback, Carter Ruse, thought he was still there. Ran the option play. And his running back who went out into motion wasn't there anymore. And he just pitched it into the backfield with no one there. And all of a sudden... Alex Burns is picking it up and going the other way, the senior for St. Cecilia. Here on first down, they're going to line up in the pistol formation. And Carter Roos is going to drop back to throw. He's under pressure. It's kind of hanging up in the air. Oh, almost picked off there by number 42 for St. Cecilia. That's Anthony Sabatka, the linebacker. He wanted a flag. He thought offensive pass interference. Looks like Micah Hiles asking for it too, but no flag will come out. That'll be an incomplete pass, and that'll make it second and 10 from the 27-yard line here for Freeman. Freeman here is going to line up for the second down play. It looks like a little bit more confusion. They've been having these problems all night. Some confusion. They're looking over at the sideline, seeing what play they're running, where they're supposed to line up. And we're going to have a timeout, I think. Yes, we are. A timeout here by Freeman. A lot of confusion on their sideline and on the field. We'll take a quick break here. St. Cecilia leading this football game here at Duncan Field, 14-7 over the Freeman Falcons. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings 207 South Burlington is the place for all your rehabilitation needs. PTSR offers a wide variety of services, including orthopedic, neurologic, and sports injury rehabilitation. Warm aquatic therapy and balance training is also available. PTSR has a strong industrial services division providing physical and functional capacity testing as well as drug and alcohol screening. Visit us at ptsrhastings.com. ESPN 1550, 
KICS. Welcome back to Duncan Field here on the second down play for the Freeman Falcons. Carter Roos is going to drop back to throw, and he's going to take it up the middle himself for a gain of about two there on second and ten. Give him three yards, actually, and that'll make it third and seven here for Freeman. They have not been able to throw the ball well here tonight. Here on the third down play, it's going to be a quick handoff. The ball comes loose again. Carter Roos able to fall on it, but it is going to make it fourth down as he's fell on it, and he was tackled in the backfield. That's going to make it fourth and ten. And Freeman is going to be forced to punt once again here to St. Cecilia. Defense here for the Blue Hawks tonight playing unbelievably well. Not unbelievably. They played pretty darn well against a pretty decent Hershey team last week. Our score here tonight, 14-7. The only reason Freeman has scored was uh, because of a mistake on special teams. A snap went over the punter's head. And they turned the ball over. And Freeman started with the ball first and goal on their eight-yard line, so they were able to capitalize off that. But other than that, it's been nothing going here for Freeman. Here is the punt. It's going to be a high punt fielded. Oh, not picked up by Micah Heil. It's going to be out of bounds at about the 39-yard line. So St. Cecilia will start this drive first down and 10 from the 39-yard line. 7.56 left to go here in the second quarter. Pretty good first half here. A lot of these kids that played on uh, last year's team were a part of that game that was in Freeman where they lost 25 to nothing. So I'm sure a good amount of these kids are going to want revenge. But it's a different Freeman team, too. They had a senior quarterback last year. This year they're uh, rolling out with a freshman, Carter Roos. He is the starting quarterback. Here on first down, they're going to hand the ball off to Micah Heil. Micah Heil's going to cut up the middle, gain about five yards there on first down. 44-yard Down at the 44. That's going to make it second and five here for St. Cecilia. Micah Heil already with a plethora of carries here tonight. He has eight carries. He has eight carries here tonight. We'll get you the yards in a second here. Here's the second down play. It's going to be handed off to Tate Schmidt. Tate Schmidt finds a big hole. He's going to be cross midfield down at the 41-yard line. Big play there by Tate Schmidt. Like I said, they got a two-headed monster here at St. Cecilia. Tate Schmidt and Micah Heil, both really good running backs. Probably would be starters for most teams, but they kind of split the load. And that was a good run there on second and five, a gain of about 12 there. 13 there. On second down, that makes it first and 10 from the 43-yard line here for St. Cecilia. They're going to line up in the pistol formation on this first down play. Seven minutes left to go here in the first half. Gus Driscoll is going to drop back to throw here. He's going to step up in the pocket. He's going to look under the middle, and it's going to be incomplete. Underthrown there, looking for his uh, big tight end, number 42. That's Anthony Sabatka, who's had a couple of nice plays defensively. But an incomplete pass there. Not a great pass by Gus Driscoll. He is a senior as Gus, but this is his first year starting here for St. Cecilia. Last year it was... Thomas Redinger was the starting quarterback, but he graduated. Here on first down, they're going to hand the ball off to Tate Schmidt. He breaks a tackle in the backfield, and he's going to get a nice gain there on second down, make it a much easier third down there after that incomplete pass. It was a gain of about six on second down. So now we'll have a third and four here for St. Cecilia uh, at about the 37-yard line. Freeman's 37-yard line. 
St. Cecilia moving left to right here at Duncan Field. Got a packed house here tonight. The stands are pretty full, and we got uh, St. Cecilia fans lined up throughout the entire south end zone over there. So packed house here tonight. Here on third down, they're going to hand the ball off to Micah Heil. He's going to be met in the backfield. Big play there by the Freeman defense, able to force a fourth down, and it looks like uh, Cody Jackson. Well, it's kind of confusing because, you know, Gus Driscoll's the punter too, so it's hard to tell if they're going to punt it or not. It looks like they are going to bring out the punting unit, make a couple of changes there. Fourth down and eight after that uh, three-yard loss. And they are going to line up in punting formation. Gus Driscoll back deep to punt. And here is the punt. It's going to be a high punt here by Gus. And it's going to go out of bounds under the 20-yard line. They mark it out right at the 20. So a decent punt there by Gus Driscoll. Makes it first and 10 from the 19-yard line here for Freeman, who hasn't been able to get anything going offensively, and despite that, they're still in this football game. Only down a touchdown. 5.30 left to go here in the second quarter. Like I mentioned earlier, they got that touchdown off of a turnover on downs by St. Cecilia as a punt attempt. The snap went over Gus Driscoll's head. He had to fall on it, and it was first and goal from the 8-yard line for Freeman, and they were able to punch it in on fourth and goal. Here on this first down play, they're going to have uh, Carter Roos rolling out to his left. And it's going to be a diving catch here. We'll see what the call is. St. Cecilia players are saying incomplete, but it looks like they're going to give him the catch there. Nice catch there by Trey Yates for the Freeman Falcons. That's going to be a gain of five there on first down. It's going to make it second and four, actually. Second and four after that first down play. They're going to line up with the pistol again. Three receivers to Carter's right. He's going to roll out to his right. Looking for a man downfield. He does have some running room. He might take it. He does. He's going to have a first down, and he's going to be forced out of bounds, but not before he gets that first down. It's going to make it a seven-yard gain there on second and five. Whoa. He must have stepped out of bounds way before he looked like he did. It was on the far sideline there, but that was only a gain of four, evidently. That's going to make it third and one, actually. Looked like he got out past the first down marker, but they mark him just shy. This is third and a very short one, probably a few inches. They line up in the pistol formation. Carter Roos is going to pass here on third and one. Looking for a man open. He pump fakes. He has the running room. He's going to be tackled from behind, and I don't think he got enough. He did have the running room, but a great play there by Micah Heil, showing off that speed, why he plays running back. That's going to be a gain of nothing there. Actually, a loss of one. Great play by Mike Isle. That's going to make it fourth and three now. So we'll see what Freeman decides to do is they have the ball on the Saints or on the, their own 27-yard line. Not sure what's going on here. I don't think a timeout was called. Was one? And we have a timeout. I think the, the coach was just waiting. Andreessen was just waiting to uh, 
for the play clock to wind down, and then he was going to call that timeout. So we have a timeout on the field. 14-7 to 7 is our score. Four minutes left to go here in the second quarter. We'll be back with more high school football here on ESPN 1550. Trust has earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to Class C2 Football here on ESPN 1550. You're listening to the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks hosting the Freeman Falcons here at Duncan Field. They are winning right now 14-7. Four minutes left until halftime. Freeman had a pretty nice chance here to get a first down, but now it's fourth and three after a great defensive play by Micah Heil. He's been so far the MVP of the first half. He has a touchdown, a bunch of rushing yards, and some very nice defensive plays as well. It looks like uh, Freeman is going to punt the ball here on first down, or fourth down, excuse me. Here is the punt. It's a high punt. Going to be fielded here by Jacob Brouillet. He lets it bounce, and it's going to take a Freeman bounce, and it's going to be marked down at the 22-yard line. We do have a flag down on the field, though. We'll see what the penalty is. <laughs> Waiting on the Zebras to confer here what the call is. And that was a nice punt there by Freeman. But the penalty is on Freeman. Penalty is against Freeman for illegal substitution. An illegal substitution here for the Freeman Falcons. So I think that's going to be a re-kick? So 3.51 left to go here in the second quarter. And that is going to be a re-kick. Fourth and eight now here for the Freeman Falcons. Fourth and eight from the 24-yard line after that five-yard illegal substitution penalty. Now the ref's got to get everybody in order. He got the chain gain a little slow to realize what happened. Legal substitution was called on Freeman. Now they have to re-kick, which is probably good for St. Cecilia because that was a heck of a kick, a 47-yard punt there by Freeman. St. Cecilia coming into this game at 1-0, looking to go 2-0. Off to a good start here. They could be up 14 to nothing, but had a bad mistake there in the first quarter that made it a uh, short field for Freeman, and they were able to capitalize and get a touchdown. And that's where we're at now, 14-7 is our score. Other than that, Freeman hasn't been able to do a darn thing. I think they're still sitting at one first down on the game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, only one first down here for Freeman so far here tonight. They do have a touchdown. St. Cecilia has five first downs. So kind of a defensive battle we got going on here tonight. As we're still awaiting this punt, I don't know what's going on. This is the this is the longest punt I've ever, ever, ever waited for. It looks like the ref's talking to the coach. Don't know why we got to hang up the game for that, though. 
Fourth and eight. Here is the punt. It's going to be a high punt. Once again, a really good one. This punter for Freeman is pretty darn good. It's going to be fielded this time by Jacob Rouliette. He's got a block in front of him. He's going to break a tackle. He's going to get close to midfield. He's going to cross midfield, and he's going to be out at the 45-yard line. Not before a little backflip, though. Nice return there by Jacob Rouliette. A 25-yard return there after another good punt by Freeman, but that penalty turned out to be costly. If they didn't have that penalty, St. Cecilia would be starting uh, with the football at their own 22-yard line, but instead they have the football at their uh, Freeman 45-yard line. So big, big penalty there. This gives St. Cecilia a good opportunity to score again right before halftime, try to make this score 17-7 or 20-7, 21-7. So we'll see what they do here. They line up in the pistol formation. Gus Driscoll is going to hand the ball off here to Micah Heil. Micah Heil is going to get through the middle. He's going to get a nice gain there on first down, a gain of seven yards there. That's going to make it second and three after the seven-yard run by Micah Heil, who, like I said, he's been the MVP here tonight in the first half. Right now, if we were doing player of the game, he would definitely win it. And if he keeps it up, he'll definitely grab that player of the game here tonight. Of course, we have a whole other half to go. Three minutes left to go here in the second quarter. Gus Driscoll lines up in the pistol formation. Once again, Micah Heil is going to take the handoff. It's actually a fake. And here Gus Driscoll's looking to pass, and now he's going to reverse field. He's going to look to run it now. He does a little dump pass, and it's going to be incomplete there. Trying to be a little wily and a little risky there is uh, Gus Driscoll. I'm sure Cody would have just rather him throw it out of bounds there, but he tried to make a play happen. And I don't think Gus Driscoll, he's completed one pass here tonight. One pass so far. Last week he was 3 for 11, but they don't rely on him to, to uh, complete too many passes. They like running the ball here at St. Cecilia. I know Cody said they want to they wanna be a little bit more two-dimensional on offense, but running game is their strong suit. Here on third and three, they're going to bring out Tate Schmidt for running back. And he's going to get the handoff. He's going to find the hole. He's got a big hole. He's going to get a first down and more. And he's going to be tackled down at the 20-yard line. Big run there, a gain of almost 20 yards, maybe even more than 20 yards there on that third and three. A 23-yard gain there by Tate Schmidt. Big play. He was able to find that hole, and then he just exploded. Like I talked about earlier, St. Cecilia has a lot of speed on this football team, and you're seeing it here tonight from Tate Schmidt and Micah Heil. 2.30 left to go here in the first half. First and 10 from the 20-yard line now for St. Cecilia. Gus Driscoll is going to take the snap. He's going to hand it off here. He's going to fake it, actually. And he's going to throw it behind his wide receiver there. That's Alex Burns he was trying to connect with. Wasn't able to find him on the slant route. A little bit behind him. Alex wasn't able to adjust regularly because that is a tough catch. But uh, that's going to make it second and 10 now from the 20-yard line is I said earlier, Gus Driscoll's only completed two passes. He's actually completed, or I said he's only completed one. He's actually completed two. But nonetheless, not having a great night. Two out of seven. Not too many yards either. It's been Micah Heil and Tate Schmidt all night here tonight so far in the first half. Here on second and ten, Tate Schmidt's in the backfield. He's going to take the handoff. He's going to find a hole. He's going to break a tackle. And he's going to be taken down. Close to the first down marker. Not quite there, though. Looks like a gain of six or seven there on set, uh, second down. Yeah, a gain of seven. So that's going to make it third and three here from the 13-yard line. 
We are now under two minutes left to go here in the first half. Our score, St. Cecilia leading this football game 14-7 to over the Freeman Falcons. Sun is starting to go down here at Duncan Field. It is homecoming night, so we'll have a long halftime for the homecoming festivities. Here on third down, they line up in the pistol formation. Gus Driscoll is going to take the snap, going to hand the ball off here to their running back, Micah Heil. Micah Heil makes a couple moves in the backfield. And he's got enough for the first down, I'm pretty sure. Yes, he did. He got enough. Looks like they're going to give him first and goal at the nine-yard line. So first and goal from the eight-yard line now. A minute 20 left to go. This would be exactly what you want if you're the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks to score right before halftime. And then they start the ball with the second half as they elected to defer. They did win the coin toss, but they elected to defer. A minute 10 left here in the first half. Gus Driscoll is going to line up under center this time. Here on this first and goal play, they're going to hand the ball off to Tate Schmidt. Tate Schmidt's uh, going to get a couple yards there. It's going to make it second and goal now from the six-yard line here for St. Cecilia as the clock continues to run, 50 seconds left to go. St. Cecilia does have two of their timeouts left, though. So they got time. Not too worried about the clock here. The big decision will be if you get to fourth down, what do you do? But right now we're at second and six, 32 seconds left to go. Gus Driscoll lining up under center. Going to hand the ball off here to Michael Heil. Once again, Michael Heil finds a crease. And he's going to be into the end zone. A touchdown right before halftime here for St. Cecilia. Makes the score 20-7 to with 24 seconds left to go. A big play there by Mike Island. We go back to that penalty there on the punt. Had that penalty not occurred, St. Cecilia would have the ball at the 22-yard line, but the penalty occurred. They had to re-kick the punt, and Jacob Brouillette was able to take it across midfield on the re-kick, and he was tackled out of bounds at the 47-yard line, 45-yard line of Freeman, and that made it a much shorter field, and St. Cecilia capitalizes. Here on the field goal attempt, kick is up and through the uprights, and good. That's going to make it 21-7. Jacob Brouillette, 3-for-3 three three on extra points tonight. We'll take a quick break. We'll be more with uh, high school football right here on ESPN 1550. The Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality, hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to Class C2 High School Football here on ESPN 1550. It's the Freeman Falcons at uh, Duncan Field here to take on the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. St. Cecilia just scored to make the score 21-7 right before halftime. 24 seconds left to go here in the first half. It was a big drive there. Micah Heil capped it off with a six-yard touchdown run. It was a seven-play, 45-yard drive. So uh, exactly what the doctor ordered here if you're St. Cecilia. They're going to receive the ball to start the second half as well. So that was a big play there by the Blue Hawks. Here is the kickoff. 
It's going to be a low kick, fielded at about the 9-yard line, 14-yard line, and it's going to be returned. He's past the 20, getting up near the 25. He's going to reverse field. He's got some running room, makes a man miss. He's got more running room. He's going to be past the 30. He's to the 35. He's down at the 40, and he's going to be tackled right at the 43. A good return there, but it might be all for not as there's only 11 seconds left to go here in the first half. We'll see if uh, Freeman can do anything with this, but it will be extremely difficult to do anything as, like I said, they only have 11 seconds. and They do have two timeouts, so maybe they have enough time to run a couple plays. Carter Roos has, had a, has been struggling tonight passing the football, though. So we'll see what they decide to do. They have already had a turnover, a fumble that was recovered by Alex Burns for St. Cecilia. Big play there. It was a really big play. That was on a third and short, if I remember correctly. And uh, just a miscommunication there on the Freeman side of the football. Here on first and down from their own, uh, first and 10 from their own 43-yard line. Carter Roos is going to drop back to throw. He's going to throw a little bubble pass, screen pass here to number 34, the big wide receiver. He's going to make a man miss, make a spin move here on the far sideline. He stays in bounds. A timeout, though, by Andreessen, Coach Andreessen for the Freeman Falcons. One second left to go here in the first half. Looks like we're going to get maybe one last play, maybe a heave-ho to the end zone. Quick reminder, if you're at another game and you're listening to this, we would love to get the score updates. Call or text updates to 308-646-0506, and we will add it to our live football scoreboard at platriverpreps.com. And, of course, if you're listening to Internet streaming on either the uh, – Platte River Radio app or on HastingsLink.com or PlatteRiverPreps.com. Internet streaming of high school games on the Platte River Radio group of stations and on PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. And then the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. We await this uh, final play here of the first half, barring any penalty. Might just be a heave-ho, hell Mary to the end zone. Freeman's going to drop back to throw. It's actually going to be a screen pass. Caught here by number eight. He's going to try to reverse field. He's got nowhere to go. Actually, he makes a little bit of room, but now he's just going backwards, and he's going to reverse field once again, looking for somewhere to go, try to reverse field again. He's going to get swallowed up here by the St. Cecilia defense. A loss of about a lot of yards there on the last play of this first half, but that'll bring us to halftime. Our score here at Duncan Field, 21-7. St. Cecilia leading the Freeman Falcons. We'll be back with a first-half wrap-up right after this on ESPN 1550. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. 
About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produced the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to Class C2 High School Football here on ESPN 1550, KICS Hastings. Our score here between the Freeman Falcons and St. Cecilia Blue Hawks at Duncan Field is St. Cecilia 21, Freeman 7 here at halftime. Give you a recap of the scoring drives here for the two teams. St. Cecilia got the scoring off with a six-play, 40-yard drive capped off by a three-yard touchdown run by Micah Heil to make it 7-0 in the first quarter. Freeman would tie it up, though, as they had a four-play, eight-yard drive after a turnover by St. Cecilia. Turnover on downs, actually. And Cody Jackson did talk about how they need to clean up those special teams plays because they had a blocked kick last week and a couple of other special teams mishaps. Other than that, that's the only blemish here on this first half for the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. But like I said, that that did lead to a touchdown because they had a short field to deal with, only had to go eight yards, and it was a five-yard pass on fourth down. Credit to St. Cecilia's defense. They did force a fourth and goal from the five-yard line, but it was a touchdown pass by Carter Roos to number 34 for the Freeman Falcons. That is Trey Yates, who has been uh, about the only guy playing well here tonight for Freeman. St. Cecilia would score in the second quarter twice. The first score was on a short field for them as well. It was a two-play, eight-yard drive capped off by a one-yard run by Gus Driscoll. He quarterback kept it and just powered his way into the end zone to make the score 14-7. to That was after a big, big fumble by Freeman as uh, they were trying to run an option play. They motioned the running back out of the backfield, and then they ran the option with no running back back there and the quarterback, Carter Roos, still tried to pitch it, and there was no one there to ta- uh, take it except Alex Burns, the linebacker for St. Cecilia. So that's how they had that short field. And then to cap off the scoring here in the first half, it was a seven-play, 45-yard drive, a uh, um, sec- first-half-ending drive. It was a six-yard run by Micah Heil for his second touchdown of the night to cap off that drive. They scored with 24 seconds left. And then the Freeman Falcons got the ball back with 11 seconds left, and they weren't able to do anything with that. In fact, they had a play where they lost about 30 yards as the running or the wide receiver was trying to make a, a play happen there after that at the end of the half. But uh, our score at halftime, again, is 21-7. to St. Cecilia looking to go 2-0 and on the season, and the Freeman Falcons are looking to get their first win of the season, but they're making it tough on themselves as they're down 21-7 to at halftime. They're going to need a much better second half if they want to come back in this football game. And if you're St. Cecilia, you're just going to want to keep it going. 
Keep going with how you're playing to keep running the ball well. Micah Heil having himself a heck of a night. Two touchdowns already, a bunch of yards and a bunch of carries. We'll get those totals for you here in a little bit. And other than that, other than that one little mistake by St. Cecilia where the snap went over the punter's head, they've had a near flawless first half here. So we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with a little bit more numbers, more scores, uh, more stats, rather, here from the first half right after this on ESPN 1550. It's the sale you've been waiting for. Gary Michael Summer Half Price Sale. All men's and ladies' summer clothing is half price. Don't delay. There's still plenty of hot weather ahead, and Gary Michaels has the clothing for all occasions, from swim to golf to summer weddings. Now half price. And ladies, Hobo and Brighton clearance, half to 75% off. Shop now in downtown Hastings and Kearney, Gary Michaels Clothiers. Locally owned Hastings Physical Therapy is the leader in one-on-one hands-on care. Hi, my name is Sean Vonerfect, and at Hastings Physical Therapy, we want you to know the choice is yours when selecting your physical therapist. Our staff at Hastings Physical Therapy is committed to helping patients meet their goals in a relaxed, calm environment with the highest level of care for your recovery. We're located at 2307 Osborne Drive West at the corner of 281 and Kansas Avenue. To learn more about our services and team, log on to HastingsPhysicalTherapy.com. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. ESPN 1550, KICS. <laughs> Welcome back to high school football here on ESPN 1550. As it is homecoming night, and they got the homecoming procession driving through the field. Gus Driscoll is one of the um, homecoming, uh, I guess he's part of these uh, announcements or whatnot, but he's not in the car, obviously, so the little kids here are holding up a, a face of Gus Driscoll to make up for the fact that he's not able to be in the car because he's in the locker room at halftime as he's the starting quarterback here for St. Cecilia. So kind of a funny scene here at the halftime show. But it is homecoming night, so a special night here for the Blue Hawks. They're doing it well, too. They're up 21-7 to at halftime. Let's give you some first-half stats. Passing-wise for Freeman, Carter Rouse. Roos is 6-for-9 with 24 yards, and they have 12, rushing, uh, 12 carries for 7 yards. So... Not a great first half yardage-wise. They do have a touchdown, though, surprisingly enough. They have two first downs, and their total yards are sitting at 31. Seven yards rushing and 24 yards passing. Carter Roos doesn't feel like he's 6 for 9, but he is 6 for 9 with 24 yards. Now looking at St. Cecilia's stats. Um, drawing a blank here. Gus Driscoll. Excuse me. I was just talking about him. He's 2 for 7 with 14 yards. And that's not too impressive, but the impressive thing here are the rushing numbers for St. Cecilia. They have 26 carries on 149 yards, seven first downs, and they have a total of 163 yards. Both of the running backs, Micah Heil and Tate Schmidt, just tearing it up tonight. Micah Heil has 12 carries for 69 yards and two touchdowns. So right now he's the early candidate for the player of the game, the first half candidate. Tate Schmidt's right there with him, though. If he has a big second half, he could steal that player of the game. He has 11 carries 
for 55 yards. And again, our total here tonight in terms of yards for St. Cecilia is 163. They have 21 points here in the first half. They are winning 21-7 to here at halftime as uh, we are watching the homecoming royalty and procession go drive through the field here as it is homecoming night here for St. Cecilia. So they're getting things off right. These are some nice cars that are rolling through the field too. Jeez, I wouldn't mind having one of these. Nonetheless, we'll take a little break. We'll be back. Actually, I won't be back. Brad Beam will have a little scoreboard update for you on the other side of this commercial break. So we'll have that for you right here on ESPN 1550 right after this. I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm going to be a nurse someday, and I'm going to try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning. And uh, I worked in outpatient surgery, and then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being anyplace else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. And good evening from the ESPN Tri-City Studio back at uh, the old radio station. I'm Brad Beam. Got a whole bunch of scores from area teams. We'll run through that as it is an extended halftime out at Duncan Field for Hastings St. Cecilia. Doing homecoming. Takes a little longer. Let's look at some of the scores that we've got around the area. First of all, the Hastings High Scots Bluff game is at halftime. Hastings High came out on fire, beat McCook last week, and not having as much success this week. Hastings at halftime trailing Scots Bluff, score 28-6. to Scots Bluff loaded up the offense on that big, long bus ride. Let's look at Class A. Carney and Lincoln North Star are at half. Carney is playing with a vengeance tonight. 41-0. Carney leading at halftime. Grand Island also facing a Lincoln school. Grand Island has a 33-0 halftime lead. So Grand Island and Carney shutting out those two Lincoln schools in Class A. Other scores from Class B. Lexington and Skyler at halftime. Lexington with a 32-3 advantage. Grand Island Northwest currently shutting out McCook 17 to zip, and York has a 7-0 halftime advantage over Blair. In Class C1, another school, another school we've been getting a lot of calls about. Adams Central and Milford are playing. The Patriots on their bus trip brought the offense 35-7. Patriots lead at halftime. Other Central other C1 schools, Central City with a uh, Central City trails Columbus SCOTUS. The last report was in second quarter, 27-12, the Central City Columbus SCOTUS score. SCOTUS with the lead. 
Last report from uh, the Holdridge game. Holdridge with a slight 7-0 advantage over Fillmore Central. Other schools at halftime. Gothenburg, 14-0 over Kozad. Carney Catholic trailing Aurora. Pretty big, 38-3. Aurora with the advantage. Broken Bow leads Minden 12-zip at half. And Ord and Boone Central playing Ord so far in the lead, 17-7. Class C2, a final as Bridgeport beats Wood River, 34-0. Halftime, Donovan Trumbull Cardinals beating up on Centura, 42-16. Our game, Hastings St. Cecilia with a two-touchdown advantage, 21-7 over Freeman. We'll get you back out to Duncan Field in just a little bit. Quarter two score from the Grand Island Central Catholic Superior game, GICC with a 20-13 lead. Hershey and Gibbon at halftime. Gibbon on top, 10-0. In the first quarter, uh, no score in the Southern Valley and St. Paul game, at least at last report. Moving on to Class D1. At last report in quarter one, Arapahoe and Elm Creek tied at zero. Halftime, Arcadia Loop City leads Shelton 30-16. Amherst over Bertrand at half, 24-12. South Loop with a final win over Hemingford. Alma in quarter one at last report, 16-0 over Northern Valley, Kansas. And scoreless in the first quarter at last report, Ravenna and Cambridge. Class D2, Diller, Odell, and Blue Hill are at the half. Kind of a low-scoring affair for a Class D2 game. Diller, Odell, 8, Blue Hill, nothing. No score at last report, Giltner and Central Valley. Medicine Valley and Elwood in the second quarter, also no scoring in that one. Third quarter, just underway on the breeze, 94.5 if you want to tune in. Kennesaw leads uh, Kennesaw leads Overton 12-6. to Not a lot of extra points in that one. Kennesaw and Overton again on the breeze, 94.5. Pleasanton, 19 to nothing at a half over Axtell. No score in quarter one. Riverside and Twin Loop. A couple of games involving area teams that we have not been able to track down a score for. Uh, no report on a Loomis Sandhill Thedford score. And also uh, radio silence out of Sutton. Wilbur Claytony and Sutton, if you know anything about that one, go ahead and uh, give us a, uh, a call. 308-646. 0506. And some Class uh, D6, officially. We just called the six man teams. Harvard and SEM, no report. They were in quarter one at last, at last uh, check. Harland Lutheran and Spalding Academy. They forgot defense. Well, it is six man. Harland Lutheran 66 with the win over 63 for Spalding Academy. Two games yesterday involving area teams. Eustace Farnham got a 65-48 win over South Platte. And uh, Wilcox Hildreth, defending state champs, beat Deschler yesterday 70-31. And probably the most surprising score of the night in all of Nebraska football, just based on its lopsidedness, Oakland Craig shutting out Cedar Catholic 50 to nothing at halftime. Again at halftime, the Hastings area teams... Hastings trailing Scotts Bluff 28-6. They are just underway from Lloyd Wilson Field starting the third quarter. Listen on KHAS Radio for that one or PlantRiverPreps.com. Adam Central leading Milford 35-7. That also is at halftime. 
No radio coverage of Adams Central and Hastings St. Cecilia. Trying to make homecoming a nice one. 21 to 7 there at halftime, but not for long. We'll get you back out to Duncanfield. Mike Spataro standing by Hastings St. Cecilia football coming up in just a minute on ESPN Tri Cities 1460 1550 KICS. Hastings. BNB Carpet and Donovan. Now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high-performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is worry-free for life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet-proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the worry-free solution, see B&B Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go. It's the sale you've been waiting for. Gary Michael Summer Half Price Sale. All men's and ladies' summer clothing is half price. Don't delay. There's still plenty of hot weather ahead. And Gary Michaels has the clothing for all occasions, from swim to golf to summer weddings. Now half price. And ladies, Hobo and Brighton clearance, half to 75% off. Shop now in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Gary Michaels Clothiers. ESPN 1550 KICS. Welcome back to Class C2 High School Football here on ESPN 1550 KICS Hastings. We are just about underway for the start of the second half. St. Cecilia leading this football game 21-7 here at halftime. But the halftime is coming down to an end here. We have the clock ticking and the teams are coming back out onto the field for the second half. Freeman really struggled offensively. I was talking to my stack guy, Gene Shaw, during halftime, and we were talking about how they really shouldn't have any points. The only reason they scored is because of a costly mistake on special teams by St. Cecilia. Other than that, it's been a flawless first half here for the Blue Hawks. They are leading 21-7, to and uh, they've been running the ball really well, not passing that great. They're only 2-for-7 on passing plays, but they won last week. With Gus Driscoll only passing three for 11. So they don't rely on Gus to pass the ball. They just rely on Gus to make good decisions, not make too many costly mistakes, and uh, just rely on that two-headed monster they have there in the backfield of Tate Schmidt and Micah Heil. So now we're waiting for St. Cecilia to come out of the field to receive the kickoff, as they did win the coin toss, but they elected to defer, which is something you see a lot in all levels of football. Teams like to score at the end of the half and then score at the beginning of the second half. It's a great way to get a lot of momentum on your side. You could come back, that's two touchdowns, or you could uh, extend the lead. It is a, a strategy that has been implemented in all levels of football, high school, college, and NFL, is uh, deferring that uh, coin toss. Here is a low kick. It's going to be falling behind Jacob Rulliet. He's going to pick it up at about the 15-yard line. He's going to bring it upfield. Doesn't have too many blockers in front of him. He's going to try to cut to the near sideline here, and he's going to be tackled by a gang of tacklers here for Freeman. The ball does come out at the end, but the ref says he was down on the ground, so no fumble there by Brouliet. A return of about 12 yards there. It's going to be first down and 10 at the 15-yard line. So we'll see what St. Cecilia decides to do here with their first drive of the second half. As they're leading 21-7, looking to go 2-0 on the season. 
All of the Hastings teams are looking to go 2-0. and Right now, Hastings High kind of struggling, as we heard at the halftime report, 28-6 to against Scott's Bluff. We'll see if they can do it, uh, turn things around. Scott's Bluff is a really good football team, and Adam Central winning there in the first half. Here they're going to hand the ball off to Mike Heil in the first play. He gets some running room, and he's loose. He's going to get past the 50s, to the 40, to the 30, 20. Mike Heil having a big game here tonight. He's in the end zone, his third touchdown of the night. A 85-yard touchdown run to kick things off here in the second half. He makes the score 27-7, and just like that, St. Cecilia starting to blow this thing open. 11-37, they strike quick, something St. Cecilia is not known for. They're not a quick-hitting, quick-strike offense, but right there, Mike Ohio with a huge touchdown run, 85 yards, and he was untouched. He didn't have to break any tackles. He had some good blocking up front, and he was able to just outrun the defenders for Freeman for that big 85-yard run. And now he's well over 100 yards. He might even be close to 150 now on the night. That is his third touchdown. Here is the extra point. Kick is up, and it is good. That makes it 28-7. Quick strike here by St. Cecilia. We'll be back with more high school football right after this on ESPN 1550. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Locally owned Hastings Physical Therapy is the leader in one-on-one hands-on care. Hi, my name is Sean Vonerfecht, and at Hastings Physical Therapy, we want you to know the choice is yours when selecting your physical therapist. Our staff at Hastings Physical Therapy is committed to helping patients meet their goals in a relaxed, calm environment with the highest level of care for your recovery. We're located at 2307 Osborne Drive West at the corner of 281 and Kansas Avenue. To learn more about our services and team, log on to HastingsPhysicalTherapy.com. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to high school football here on ESPN 1550. It is the St. Cecilia Bluehawks and the Freeman Falcons. That last drive by St. Cecilia ended in a long touchdown. It was actually one play, 85 yards, and a touchdown there by Mike Ohio. And he has now 154 yards on the night and three touchdowns. If things stay the same, we're going to have to give it to Michael Heil, the player of the game. We'll see, though. You never know. Tate Schmidt might get the rest of the carries, and you might have a big game. But uh, Or Freeman might make a game out of it, and we might get a couple of big defensive plays. Who knows? We'll see what happens. You never know what happens in football. But 28-7 is our score here in the third quarter. 11:37 left to go. A quick hit drive there by St. Cecilia to extend the lead to three touchdowns. And now we await the uh, first play as the kickoff. Went out of the back of the end zone for a touchback here on the first down play. Carter Russo is going to drop back to throw. He's going to complete the pass here on the near sideline, and it's going to be caught. And he's going to gain about four yards there. Trey Yates, the receiver, the guy who has the only touchdown here tonight for Freeman. 11-20 left to go here in the third quarter. as the Freeman Falcons will line up here in the shotgun formation for the second down play. It's going to be second and about six after that four-yard pass and catch on first down. Carter Russo is going to send a man in motion. 
And they're going to hand it off to that man in motion like they did early on in the game. This time he has nowhere to go. He's going to be bottled up in the backfield for a loss of about three there. That'll make it third down and eight. The Saints' Acilia defense has just been flying all over the place. And actually give him a loss of five there. And that's going to make it a third and nine, we'll call it, actually, from the 22-yard line. So we'll see what the Freeman Falcons decide to do here. they got to get something going offensively. They only have two first down tonight. They have less than 20 yards. It's been a rough outing here by the Freeman Falcons, offensively and defensively. St. Cecilia has just looked like the better team here tonight. Here on this third down play, they line up in the pistol formation to the Freeman Falcons. Carter Roos going to drop back to throw. He's looking for the screen play. He gets it, and it's dropped there, but it would have been busted up by Micah Heil anyway. Micah Heil was ready for that play. He hit the running back right as he dropped the ball. No penalty, obviously, because it wasn't a late hit or anything too malicious either, but great play by Micah Heil. Wouldn't have been that much even if the, the kid did catch it, but wasn't able to come down with it. That's going to stop the clock and make it fourth and eight here, and Freeman once again going to have to punt the ball. And they come out in a pin formation. They have fourth and eight from their own 22-yard line, so kind of no choice even with the score the way it is. They still got a lot of time left, though. 22 minutes left of action here in terms of game clock here in this football game. Here is the punt. It's going to be a high punt fielded by Jacob Brulietti. He doesn't fair catch it. He stiffs arms the man, stumbles, able to break a tackle. He's going to stay on his feet as he carries the man a few yards down to the 49-yard line, the St. Cecilia 49-yard line. And that's going to make it first and 10 from the 49 here for the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. A 36-yard punt there by Freeman. As St. Cecilia yet again comes out here with great starting field position. This has been kind of the, the night here for Freeman. A three and out, punt the ball. St. Cecilia has good field position. And the last few drives they've scored, we'll see what they do this time. Micah Heil in the backfield with Gus Driscoll. Gus Driscoll's going to hand the ball off here to Micah. Micah's going to try to bounce it outside. He's going to break a tackle, but he's not going to go anywhere with the football. He's tackled just behind the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a loss of about one there on for, uh, first down. It's going to make it second and 11. Micah Heil really had nowhere to go. He tried to bounce it outside and then cut it back inside. Wasn't able to get anything going. They take him out of the football game. Tate Schmidt, the other good running back here for St. Cecilia, comes into the game. As they're going to come up here for the second down play. Second and down from the, or second and 10 from the 49 yard line. They line up in the pistol. Gus Driscoll's going to hand the ball off here to Tate Schmidt. Tate Schmidt gets a little bit of a hole, and he's going to be tackled after a gain of about four or five there on second down. Going to make it a little bit of an easier third down here for the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. Now they're running kind of a quick. No huddle offense. They don't huddle up this time. Gus Driscoll looking to the sideline to see what the call is. Tate Schmidt remains in the game at running back. Looks like even though they're not holding a left, they're still going to let a little bit of clock run. 8.50 left to go here in the third quarter. Tate Schmidt meanders his way to the uh, starting position for him. He's going to hand the ball off here to Tate Schmidt. No, it's going to be a fake. This time he's going to throw. Oh, he had Jacob Brouillette open. It was a decent throw, but Brouillette just let it go right through his hands. Alex Burns actually there on the uh, attempted catch. But uh, it's going to make it fourth and six. After that incompletion, and St. Cecilia is going to be forced to punt the ball here. 
Something going on with the PA announcer. We have a little bit of feedback coming from his mic every time he comes on. So if you hear that, we apologize. Not much we can do as we're right next to the PA system. Here on this fourth down play, Gus Driscoll is going to punt the ball. It's going to be a low, low punt. I've never seen a punt that low, to be honest. And it's going to be a good one nonetheless. It's going to be fielded at about the five-yard line. Great punt there by Gus Driscoll. It's really low. He's proud of that punt. He's looking at it. He enjoyed that one. It was a 42-yard punt there by Gus Driscoll that only about went uh, maybe 10 feet up in the air. It was a small, short, or a, a low punt. But nonetheless, he got it downfield to the four-yard line. And that is a not great starting field position here for the Freeman Falcons as they haven't been able to get anything going offensively. And starting at this far back into your own territory is going to be tough. First and 10 from the four-yard line here for Freeman. They've been having confusion all night. Guys running onto the field late, not knowing where they're supposed to be. Motions when they're not happening. A pitch to a man who's not there. They've had a lot of uh, silly mistakes, one might say. I'm sure Coach Andreessen for the Freeman Falcons is not too pleased with this performance and now we have the refs doing something Did they call it a touchback looks like they did call it a touchback how? don't know how I don't know why they called a touchback but it is a touchback so now wait, wait. oh I thought they were moving him back again <laughs> I was about to say these refs don't know what to do but uh, it is first and 10 here from the 20-yard line here for the Freeman Falcons even with that touchback still a long field they've only gotten two first downs here tonight and not much else going I think they still have under 20 yards here offensively tonight And right now here is the first down play. They line up in the pistol formation. Carter Roos is going to drop back to throw, looking to set up that screen, but he throws it deep instead, and it's going to be picked off here by Gus Driscoll. The quarterback picks it off. Interception here for the, the senior. Comes up holding his hamstring a little bit. Looks like he's going to stay in the game, though. We have a flag here on the other end of the field. It is in the area of holding. Oh, but it's against it's against Saint Cecilia unsportsmanlike conduct. So I think that's uh, what does that mean? Are they going to get the ball back, Freeman? I think that's just going to be added onto the the or added subtracted from where Gus Driscoll intercepted the ball. Freeman was heading back to the spot of the ball, thinking they were going to get it back, but this was kind of an after the play deal. I'm pretty sure. You don't usually see unsportsmanlike conducts come out during the play. That's usually something that happens after the play. So the interception will still stand, I believe. They still haven't moved the chain gain. And now the chain gain's moving. So, yeah, it is going to be first down here for St. Cecilia. Don't know if this is going to make it a first and long, though. They might just move the ball back. I don't know what's going on. Waiting on the refs here is basically what's going on. Still waiting on the refs to figure things out here. They are telling St. Cecilia to move back a little bit. 28-7 is our score here in the third quarter. 8.22 left to go. I'm sure if you're St. Cecilia, you're just going to want to keep running the ball and keep move, keep that clock moving, get out of here with no injuries. You've had a couple of scary things happen, like Alex Burns get shaken up on a play, Jacob Rouliette get shaken up on a play, and after that uh, last interception by the quarterback, Gus Driscoll, 
who also plays defensive back. He came up holding his hamstring, but he stays in the game. And they are going to... See, they're going to move the chains back, so it's not going to be first and long, but it's going to be first and 10 from about the, I can't see the football, the 28-yard line. So it's not like first and long, but that does uh, negate a lot of the return there on the, on the interception by Gus Driscoll. Not, I, we didn't see what happened. The, the flag was in the backfield all the way back at the 20-yard line. I think there was a push or a shove after the play by one of the St. Cecilia players. Things can get chippy in football. 28-7, our score is St. Cecilia leading, looking to go 2-0 and here on the season. They have first and 10 from their own 27-yard line. Gus Driscoll in the pistol formation. He's going to drop back to throw here. Looking downfield, stepping up in the pocket. It looks like he's going to run with it himself. And he's going to get a gain of a few yards here on first down. Not much going for him, but uh, able to make something out of nothing as no one was open. That's one thing about Gus. He does have some athleticism. He's got some good legs. He can move. That's why they put him at DB. You don't put slow guys at DB. You put those fast guys at DB to cover those wide receivers. So if he's playing defensive back and quarterback, he's got some got some moves. He got a gain of two there on first down. That's going to make it second and eight. Eight thirteen left to go here in the third quarter. Our score. Oh, I just said the score, but I'll say it again. Twenty-eight to seven. Here they're going to hand the ball off to Tate Schmidt. Tate Schmidt's going to break a tackle. He's going to cut it upfield. He's going to get a gain of about five there. On second down. Give him four yards, actually, and that's going to make it third and four now. A much more manageable third down after that four-yard run by uh, Tate Schmidt. Now they bring Micah Heil back into the football game for this third down play. And now the St. Cecilia Bluehawks will line up in the pistol formation. Gus Driscoll's going to fake the handoff here to Tate Schmidt, and he's going to roll out to his right. He's looking for some running room, doesn't have any. He's going to try to escape his man. He does, and he gets a first down. Those legs by Gus Driscoll showing off there, but he comes off of the sideline holding that hamstring once again. There's a gain of nine yards there on third and four. Big run to keep this drive going and try to chew off more clock. As for the first time tonight, we have the train rolling through, and it's as loud as ever. So you'll be hearing that for the next uh, couple minutes here as the train rolls through. Pistol formation here for the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. Gus Driscoll going to hand the ball off to Tate Schm or excuse me, Micah Heil. He's going to bounce it out to the near sideline here. He's going to break a tackle, and he's going to carry a couple men with him. He's going to be marked down right at the first down marker. We'll see if they give him the first down. They're just short. So it's going to be second and, and I'd say inches here. Second and one. Second and a short one after that nice play by Micah Heil. He's been unbelievable tonight. Running well. Got a lot of good running backs here in Hastings. Carson Shoemaker for Hastings High. Gabe Conant for Adam Central. And, of course, Micah Heil and Tate Schmidt for St. Cecilia here, especially Micah Heil. Here on second and one, Gus Driscoll's going to drop back to throw. He's going to throw over the middle. He's got his man, Alex Burns. He catches it. He's got a first down and more. He's going to be well across midfield. He's going to be to the 30, down near the 20-yard line. Big play there by Gus Driscoll. I believe that was the biggest passing play of the season for the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. He threw that one right on the money in stride to his man, Alex Burns. 
who just a second ago dropped a pass on a wide open slant route on third down, or not necessarily dropped it, it went right through his hands. There's a gain of 32 there on second down, and now they have first and 10 here. They're going to hand the ball off to Micah Heil. He's going to try to make a man miss. He does. He's going to cut it up the middle, but he's going to get a gain of a few inches there on first down. Kind of made something out of nothing there, as it looked like he was about to be tackled in the backfield. It was a gain of two there, actually. So second and eight now from the 15-yard line for St. Cecilia. They are in uh, striking range once again, looking to make this a five-possession or a four-possession game if they score here. Now on second and eight. Michael Highlands or Tate Schmidt lines up in the backfield with Gus Driscoll. Gus Driscoll's going to take the snap and hand it off to Tate Schmidt. It's actually going to be a fake, and this time they're going to throw the slant. It's got a man wide open into the end zone for a touchdown. That's Jacob Rouliette on the catch. A great throw there by Tate Schmidt. He gets how many yards on this drive? 47 yards of passing on this drive and a touchdown. Gus Driscoll coming out here with a big second half. He gets the interception and then throws for 47 yards, two for two, and a touchdown on that drive to make our score here. 34-7, St. Cecilia just running away with this football game at this point, a game that uh, they lost last year against Freeman in Adams. They lost that game 25 to nothing. 5.36 left to go. Here is the extra point. The kick is up and through the bars. The ref puts their hands up. That's a good extra point. Jacob Brulliel, 4 for 4 on the night. Five for five, actually, on the night with extra points. We'll take a quick break. Our score here at Duncan Field, St. Cecilia 35, Freeman Falcons 7. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to Class C2 High School Football here on ESPN 1550, KICS. So the Freeman Falcons and the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks here tonight. St. Cecilia looking to avenge last year's loss on the road. Right now, that last drive was a five-play, 73-yard drive and a capped off by a 15-yard touchdown pass by Gus Driscoll to... Jacob Brouillette, and here is the kickoff. It's going to be a low one fielded at about the 20-yard line, and he's going to cut it up across the field. He's going to be getting across the 30 and brought down right across the 33-yard line. The Freeman Fal uh, Falcons, Garrett Parr there on the tackle. A flag does come out at the end of the play, so we'll see what that call is. And by the way, if St. Cecilia scores before, if they score seven more points before Freeman scores any, we will have a running clock situation for the rest of this game. We'll see what this penalty is, though. Well, it's not for the rest of the game. I think if uh, 
Freeman cuts the score back down under 35. The clock will stop running, but it's a penalty on Freeman. That's going to push him back after that decent return. They're going to have first and 10 from the, where are they at? Looks like the 22-yard line. 5.28 left to go here in the third quarter. St. Cecilia just playing excellent tonight on all sides. Football are on defense and offense. Not so much special teams. They had that one bugaboo, the muffed punt. But uh, here on first down, they're going to hand the ball off as Freeman. They're going to get a gain of nothing there. They're going to make it second and ten. Micah Heil on the tackle. That's another thing why Micah Hiles has got this early player of the game in the bag right now is because he's been playing really well defensively, too. He has a, quite a few tackles for losses, and he's been flying all over the place. He, he looks like an all-district player right now, does Micah Heil. Here on second and ten, Freeman lines up in a shotgun formation this time around. They're going to send the man in motion. Last time they did this, they fumbled the ball. Here, Carter Roos is going to keep the ball himself. And he's going to get tackled after about a two-yard gain. So now it's going to make it third and eight from the 24-yard line. Four twenty-five left to go here in the third quarter. Not much to say about tonight's game besides the fact that St. Cecilia has just been in control this whole time. They should be up thirty-five to nothing, like we talked about earlier. Their only touchdown was uh, a short field that they got thanks to a fumble by St. Cecilia on a punt. Here on third down, Carter Roos is going to drop back to throw. He's going to throw to the near sideline here, and it's going to be caught and enough for a first down there. Probably the best throw of the night there from Carter Roos as he. Threw to his man, number 34 there on the catch. That's Trey Yates. I think he's the only guy who's caught the ball here tonight. He kind of reminds me of uh, Leif Spady. 6'4", 190, a little bit bigger than Leif, but he's got good hands, and he's got quick feet. He's able to come down with those high balls as well. So 4.02 left to go here in the third quarter. That moves the sticks. Only their third first down of the night, Freeman. As they're trailing here, 35-7 to against the St. Cecilia Bluehawks. St. Cecilia looking to go 2-0 on the season. Freeman looking like they might start 0-2 here. Here on this first down play, Carter Roos is going to line up in the pistol formation. He bobbles the snap, but he's able to take control of it. He's rolling out to his right here. He's going to throw deep downfield. He's got a man open. Oh, and he short-armed it. That is, uh, looks like Wyatt Buss there trying to catch the ball. Wasn't able to come up with it. Actually, not sure who that was. That number doesn't look to be on our roster sheet. Is that? He was wide open, but he wasn't able to come down with it. He kind of alligator-armed it. Didn't, didn't fully extend. He kind of slowed down, too. He's getting a little nervous, maybe, but he alligator-armed the football and wasn't able to catch it. It was a good throw by Carter. Looked like it was right on the money. Kind of T-Rex armed it there. Here, Carter Roos is going to drop back to throw again here on second down. A dart thrown over the middle, and it's going to be caught here by his wide receiver. A gain of about four yards there, five yards on second down. That'll make it a more manageable third down. Carter Roos has, has an arm. He can throw it. He can sling it. But haven't been able to get much going here offensively tonight. They haven't thrown the ball that much either. They've been trying to run the ball, and when they do throw it, it's been these little dink and dunk screens. But he just showed there that he can throw the ball deep downfield. But here they have a third and four. 3.20 left to go here in the third quarter. Carter Roos lines up in the pistol formation for Freeman. He's going to drop back to throw yet again here. They're going to set up this little screenplay, and this time inaccurate. Commenters curse there. I was praising Carter Roos. 
for throwing the ball accurate these, accurately these last three throws. And then he had a man open there, Trey Yates once again, but uh, just overthrew him. So now they're facing a fourth down and four here with the clock stopped, 3.14 left to go. Looks like uh, Andreessen, Coach Andreessen for Freeman is going to keep his offense out on the field for this fourth down play. St. Cecilia was ready to return the punt, but uh, we got a timeout here by head coach Cody Jackson to kind of get that defense ready to go because they were ready to return a punt and uh, Freeman was not punting. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be back with more football here on ESPN 1550. This is Tom at Bird's Pharmacy. As fall approaches, a reminder that we are starting to book flu shot clinics, so we will come to your office or your place of work and give flu shots for your staff or coworkers. 462-4466 is our phone number, and also Medicare D. Sign up for next year's approaching, so let us take the guesswork out of your planning for next year. Burt's Pharmacy, 402-462-4466, or downtown, 402-462-4343. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to high school football here on ESPN 1550. We're in the middle of a timeout here as Cody Jackson called a timeout uh, because his defense was ready to return a punt on fourth down when Freeman was ready to go for it. So kind of got to call a timeout there. No matter what the score is, you don't want the defense to think that they're returning a punt here when in reality they are going for it, our Freeman. And it looks like they're still going to go for it. They bring the offense back out onto the field. Fourth and three here for the Freeman Falcons. 3-14 left to go here in this third quarter. 35-7 to our score. St. Cecilia leading in this football game, playing well here tonight. Here on fourth down. It's going to be Carter Roos in the backfield by himself. He's looking to throw to his uh, running back. He's got him. Looking to get that first down, and he powers through for the first down. Great little extra effort there by the running back, Wyatt Curry, for the Freeman Falcons. He's not a running back. He was lined up at the running back position, though. He's a wide receiver, and they kind of just flared him out, motioned him out to the right side of the field, the far sideline, and he just kind of found the open spot and then had enough for that first down. First down and 10 from the 50-yard line here for the Freeman Falcons. They line up in that pistol formation. They love running it. Carter Roos is going to drop back to throw yet again here. He's going to throw on the near sideline this time. Caught once again, looking to make some plays going. But Gus Driscoll is going to bring him down, a solo tackle by our quarterback, Gus Driscoll. And he gives him a little pat on the head as he brings him up. Both wearing number eight there. That's Wyatt Curry again on the reception, but a gain of maybe one. Yeah, we'll give him a gain of none. Actually, there on first down. So it's second and 10 now. Still from the 50-yard line. Carter Roos starting to pass a little bit better here in the second half. But last time I started praising his passing, he uh, had a bad incompletion. So we'll see what happens this time. Here on second and nine, Carter Roos is going to drop back to throw, and he's going to step up into the pocket. He's going to run himself now. He's going to be close to a first down, a few yards short, a gain of about uh, six or seven there on second down. It's going to make it third and eh, four. Down at the 43-yard line. They're going to give him a third and three, actually, as the clock continues to run. A minute 50 left to go here in the third quarter. They line up in the pistol formation again with three receivers to Carter Roos's right, one to his left. Now we got a flag come up here. 
I think it's going to be on St. Cecilia. If it is, it's going to be an automatic first down because it's going to be, yep, it's an offsides on St. Cecilia. It's going to be five yards on third and three, and that'll give the first down to Freeman. That brings the ball up to the 38-yard line. A minute 30 left to go here in this third quarter. St. Cecilia lead in 35-7 over the Freeman Falcons. Carter Roos is going to run this little option play here. He's going to pitch it to his running back. His running back's got a lot of running room. He makes a quick burst down the far sideline, and he's going to get about eight yards there on first down. Good run there on first down from the Freeman Falcons. And for the first time all night, that little option play finally worked where uh, Carter has the option to keep the ball or he can pitch it to his running back. They've had a disastrous playoff, one of those, where he pitched it to nobody and it turned up to be a fumble and Alex Burns for St. Cecilia picked it up and took it all the way to the eight-yard line before he was taken down, but St. Cecilia was able to punch the ball in with a one-yard run by Gus Driscoll on that drive. Here on second and four, they're going to do a toss play to the far sideline here. He's looking for some room to run, can't find any. He's going to reverse field and he's going to be tackled in the backfield, a loss of about four or five there on the carry Garrett. Or not Garrett Park, Tate Schmidt, the other running back there on the tackle for loss. That's going to make it third and eight now here for Freeman. A, a, not a great play there on that toss play by the Freeman Falcons. They have Wyatt Curry listed as a running or a wide receiver, but he plays a lot of running back here, it seems, for the Freeman Falcons. And here on third down, there's a little bit of confusion. Again on the sideline, Andreessen's not happy. He's frustrated. He took off his headset, and he's going to call a timeout. Our score here. That's it. Oh, no, that's actually the end of the fourth quarter, third quarter. So we'll be back with the fourth quarter right after this. You're listening to High School Football here on ESPN 1550. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service, offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. At 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to Duncan Field for some Class C2 football here on ESPN 1550. It's the Freeman Falcons on the road taking on the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. St. Cecilia leading this football game 35-7. Freeman have a good drive going here. They have 11 plays, and they've burned off about six minutes, which is not what you want to do when you're down, but... At this point, it seems like they're a little bit too far down to come back. They're third and eight here. 
Uh, Carter Roos is going to line up under center. Doesn't do that often. They're going to fake the handoff. He's going to roll out to his left. He's looking for a man. And it's almost picked off there by Gus Driscoll, but he overplays it. It's going to be picked up here by Trey Yates. Trey Yates pulls a man over, and he gets close to a touchdown. They call it uh, down right at the two- or three-yard line. Big play there by Trey Yates. He bowled a man over. Gus Driscoll wasn't able to get that interception as he kind of over-pursued the ball. I'm sure Cody Jackson would rather him just get the tackle there. They actually mark him down at the one-yard line, just shy of the touchdown. Great play nonetheless there by Trey Yates. He's having himself a game. And now the Freeman Falcons have a first and goal from the one-yard line here with 11.46 left to go in the fourth quarter. If you're just joining us, our score is 35-7. St. Cecilia leading this football game. Freeman threatening to score here. They line up in a goal line formation. They're going to hand the ball off to their running back, Curry, but he gets tackled in the backfield for a loss of a couple there, maybe even three. That's going to make it second and goal from the four-yard line. See if the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks defense can get a goal line stand here. They almost did earlier, but Freeman was able to convert on fourth and goal from the five-yard line after they had second and goal from the one. So we'll see what happens here on this second down play. Second and goal from the four-yard line. 11-15 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Beautiful night here at Duncan Field. And it looks like we might have a false start. Yep, a false start, and that's going to hurt. That's going to bump it back to second and goal from the eight-yard line now, and that makes things a little bit easier. St. Cecilia's defense now has a little bit more breathing room they can deal with after uh, that false start penalty. You see Andreessen on the sideline. He's not happy with that call. Don't know if he's happy with the refs or happy with his team. But uh, nonetheless, second and eight here for the Freeman Falcons. As that penalty stopped the clock with 11.09 left to go. Carter Roos going to line up in that pistol formation, it looks like. And this is happening a lot tonight. They keep looking at the sideline with some confusion going on. Not sure what's going on, but uh, they get lined up. Second and goal from the eight. They're going to run the little option play. They're going to – the ball comes out, but uh, it's fallen on there by Wyatt Curry. It's a loss of two. There is a flag out on the field, though. We'll see what the penalty is. St. Cecilia players are pointing at the Freeman side of the ball, so they think it's on Freeman. The refs are having a little sidebar here. A lot of sidebars tonight. Sidebars by the Zebras. Waiting on this call. It's in the area of holding. We'll see what it is, though. Motion. Illegal motion on the offense. Not sure if St. Cecilia is going to accept or deny this. If they deny it, it will be third and ten, third and goal from the ten-yard line. If they accept it, it will be second and goal from the 13-yard line. Penalty is declined. So it's going to make it third and ten. Third and goal from the ten-yard line now. It looks like St. Cecilia is trying to get this goal line stand this time around. Eleven minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter. St. Cecilia leading this football game 35-7 to here on homecoming night at Duncan Field. Here on third and goal. 
Carter Roos is going to line up in the shotgun formation. He's going to send his man out in motion. Carter Roos is going to drop back and throw. He's looking to his right. He's going to step up in the pocket. He's going to throw to the back of the end zone over his receiver's head. He had a man open in the back of the end zone, just a little too much on it. Carter Roos had been throwing the ball well this drive, but that time not able to find his guy, and that falls through the back of the end zone for an incompletion, and now it's fourth and goal from the 10-yard line. It looks like he's going to keep the offense out there as Coach Andreessen for the Freeman Falcons. They want to score a touchdown. They've been embarrassed tonight. They haven't got much going offensively. They're close to the end zone. They want to score a touchdown. They're not here to score any more field goals or any. They want to get a touchdown. So fourth and goal from the 10-yard line. Big chance here for St. Cecilia to keep this uh, great game they've had going. They've really allowed only like no touchdowns. They have allowed one, but other than that, it's going to be picked off here, the throw off by Gus Driscoll, he picks it off. He's going to be up the sideline. He's going to cut it back. He's going to the 50. That's actually Tate Schmidt on the reception, number three, number eight. Kind of hard to tell the difference there. But Tate Schmidt with the interception there on fourth and goal. He returns it all the way to the 50. It was a quick snap, a quick throw. Caught me off guard. And all of a sudden, it was in Tate Schmidt's hands, and he was taking it upfield. And now St. Cecilia has first and 10 from their own 49-yard line. A great play there by Tate Schmidt to uh, get that goal line stand that St. Cecilia was looking for. Our score remains St. Cecilia 35 and Freeman 7 here in the fourth quarter. Ten and a half minutes left to go, I'm sure. Cody Jackson would love, head coach Cody Jackson of St. Cecilia would love to have a long drive here as long as possible. Get some running plays, chew some clock. Here on first down, they're going to hand the ball off to Micah Heil. He's going to make a man miss in the backfield. Now he's got some running room. He makes another man miss. He's going to have a first down and more. Micah Heil bowls over a defender. This kid has got some legs, does Micah Heil. I remember he could run last year, but seems like he really has improved from his junior year to his senior year at St. Cecilia. Really been the workhorse tonight for the Blue Hawks. And that was a gain of about 14 there. You should give him 16 on that first down carry. It's going to make it first and 10 from the Freeman 35-yard line. If St. Cecilia scores a touchdown and an extra point here, that's going to make it 42-7, to and that'll make the clock run continuously unless Freeman makes it closer. Now we have a flag here before the snap. Probably going to be false start. It's usually what it is. You got a flag come out before the snap or something on the offense usually. Watch it be an offsides. We'll see what the call is. Yep, false start. Shouldn't have doubted myself. I thought I saw one of the linemen moving, but you never know. So now that's going to make it first and 15 from the 40-yard line now for St. Cecilia. Micah Heil still in the game. He's got to be getting close to 200 yards now, does Micah Heil. He started off this second half with a huge 85-yard touchdown run to make it 28-7. to the first play of the second half was a touchdown by Micah Heil. Here on first and 15, they're going to hand the ball off to Micah. Gets a good block. He's going to cut it open. He's going to try to cut between a wide receiver. He's going to get close to a first down there. A gain of about 11 there on first and 15. Micah Heil just running with some authority tonight. Wyatt Curry on the tackle there for the Freeman Falcons. Micah Heil stays in the game. He's getting close to that 200. We'll get you those stats towards the end of the or at the end of the game. Then we'll give you the player of the game, and then we'll have a coach's post game interview. So stay tuned for all of that. Here on second down, Tay, or uh, Gus Driscoll is going to roll out to his right. He's going to throw it to his man Alex Burns. It's going to be behind him once again. 
Gus Driscoll having a little bit of problems tonight, throwing behind his receivers, a little bit inaccurate. If he could hit those throws, though, you know, later on in the season as he knocks off this rust a little bit, this could be a very high-powered offensive team as they do rely on the run game more than the passing game. But uh, you can see it that they have potential with their passing game if Gus Driscoll can just get a little bit more accurate as he was rolling out to his right there, but he threw it behind Alex Burns. That's about the third or fourth time he's thrown it behind a wide receiver that would have probably had a first down. Now here on third and five, nine twelve left to go. Gus Driscoll is going to drop back to throw. He's going to roll out to his right here, looking for a man. Looks like he's going to run with it. He's going to get the first down and more. He makes a man miss, and he's pushed out of bounds right near the 20-yard line. Great run there by Gus Driscoll. That's the thing about him. He's a dual threat. He can run it and throw it. They mark him out at the 21-yard line. Now they have first and 10 from the 21 right here in striking range once again. And right now, Michael Heil sitting at 195 yards rushing. He has three touchdowns, and he's having himself a heck of a night here. Can't wait to talk about him in the postgame with the coaches. Here on this first down play from the 21-yard line, Michael Heil's going to get the ball, and there it is, 200. He's got a first down and more, and he's going to be taken down. No, he's not. He's still on his feet, and he gets into the end zone. A touchdown by Michael Heil. What a run as he broke three or four tackles on there. I thought he was taken down. I thought, no way he gets through that. And then all of a sudden, he's running and going into the end zone for a touchdown. Makes our score 41-7 to here. And if we get the extra point, this game will turn into a running clock game with 8.55 left to go here in the fourth quarter. And in case you don't know what that means, that means the clock will run, uh, barring a timeout or penalty. Incomplete pass, it'll keep running. The ball goes out of bounds, it'll keep running. That's what the rules are. Once you go up by 35 in the second half in Nebraska high school football, that gives Micah Heil 216 yards on the night and four touchdowns. I mean, do we even have to do a player of the game at this point? Who's it going to be, I wonder? We'll tell you at the end of the game. 8.55 left to go here in the fourth quarter. So we have a new kicker in the game for St. Cecilia. It's not Jacob Brouillet anymore. It's actually uh, number two here, Carson Kudlicek, and his kick's going to be a high one up through the uprights, and good. That makes it 42-7, to and uh, St. Cecilia up by 35 here at Duncan Field over the Freeman Falcons. We'll take a quick break. We'll have the rest of the fourth quarter for you right after this on ESPN 1550. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings 207 South Burlington is the place for all your rehabilitation needs. PTSR offers a wide variety of services including orthopedic, neurologic, and sports injury rehabilitation. Warm aquatic therapy and balance training is also available. PTSR has a strong industrial services division providing physical and functional capacity testing as well as drug and alcohol screening. Visit us at ptsrhastings.com. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to high school football here on uh, ESPN 1550. It's the Freeman Falcons and St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. Freeman was looking to get their first win of the season. Things are looking uh, quite hopeless right now for them as they're losing 42-7 against St. Cecilia. And right now St. Cecilia is looking to go 2-0 on the season after their impressive win last week on the road against Hershey. They have another impressive outing tonight against a Freeman team that beat them last year 25 to nothing over in Adams, Nebraska. St. Cecilia getting a little bit of revenge here. And now let's give you Micah Hiles' numbers really quick. He has 19 carries for 216 yards and four touchdowns. It's like we mentioned, he's been all over the place on defense too, running around, getting tackles. It's been a 
an all-district kind of night here for Micah Heil for the St. Cecilia Bluehawks. Quite an impressive night he's having so far. 8.55 left to go here in the fourth quarter. 42-7 to is our score. So that means we'll have a running clock after this kickoff. We'll get you the third quarter stats after the kickoff. It's going to be a low kickoff, and it's going to be fielded here at the 21-yard line, taken upfield, and he's going to be tackled after the 30, right down at about the 33. Tate Schmidt there on the tackle. And now let's get you some third quarter stats. A good third quarter there by Gus Driscoll. He went two for three for 47 yards and a touchdown. Overall rushing, they had eight carries for 115 yards. They had four first downs and 162 yards there in the third quarter. And it was a little bit better offensively for Freeman, too. They doubled their output from the first half. They had 31 yards in the first half. They had 35 yards there in the third quarter. Didn't have any points to show for it, though. Uh, the quarterback, Carter Roos, went 4 for 8 for 27 yards, and they had six carries for eight yards here on first down. Carter Roos is going to drop back to throw, and it's going to be complete here by Yates. Another catch here for Trey Yates. He's their big wide receiver. 6'4", 190 is Trey Yates. He's a senior big boy, and he can run well as, as well. Comes up a little bit gimpy after that catch. He's going to stay on the field, though, limping a little bit towards his position here on the near sideline. They've been targeting him all night, though, but he's a big boy, 6'4". Carter Roos is going to drop back to throw. He's looking for Yates again. This time he's going to dump it down to his uh, running back. That's Nathan Archer there on the catch. Nathan Archer is going to get a first down. As that clock continues to run, we're at 7 minutes and 20 seconds left to go here in this football game. They get a first down, so it's now first and 10 from the 48-yard line. And if Freeman scores, I believe the running clock will stop, right? I, I believe that's the case. It, won't not, it will not stop. I'm getting told it will not stop. I mean, that makes sense. This game is basically over. Seven minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter, but it's not over till the fat lady sings, as they say. Haven't heard anybody singing yet. So we'll continue here at Duncan Field. 42-7 to is our score. Freeman's going to drop back to throw. The ball's on the ground, and Carter Roosters is going to have to fall on it. And that's going to be a loss of about seven there. Four yards, actually. It's kind of hard to tell where he dropped down at, but it's going to make it second and 14 from the 45 now for the Freeman Falcons. Tough night offensively for Freeman. Really, they shouldn't even have that one touchdown because it was gifted to them by St. Cecilia as a punt went right over the head, or a snap on a punt went right over the head of Gus Driscoll. 42-7 to is our score. Could easily be 42 to nothing, but... Nonetheless, St. Cecilia will be happy with the result. Either way here tonight, six minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter. Carter Roos is going to drop back to throw. He's going to throw a little bubble screen here, and it's going to be incomplete. Incomplete, a little bit inaccurate there by Carter Roos. Wasn't able to find his man there on the far sideline. And like I said, even with an incompletion, the clock continues to run because of that 35-point lead by St. Cecilia. As I was telling our statistician here at half, or during that commercial break, this might be the best. I've been... Covering, you know, our local high school football teams for the last three seasons. And this has been the best I've seen St. Cecilia look all three seasons. They look really good here tonight, and they looked good last week against Hershey as well. Cody Jackson got a good team here at St. Cecilia. Here on third and 14, Carter Roos is going to roll out to his left. He's going to look downfield, looking to get a first down. It's picked off here once again. Picked off 
by Alex Burns, who also recovered the fumble earlier. That is the third turnover of the night, second interception by Carter Roos, and they have that fumble as well. And now St. Cecilia will get the ball back with five minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter. Alex Burns with a great play there to intercept the ball on third down. Carter Roos did kind of just hang that ball up there, but uh, still nonetheless a great play by Alex Burns to get that interception. And now we uh, await St. Cecilia to come out onto the football field. They have first and 10 from the 50-yard line, and we got a, a bunch of new players in the game. I see some returners are like 42 still in there. That is Anthony Sabadka, but 63 is in there right now. He's a backup lineman. That's Chris Herbeck. He's in the game. And we also got number 30 in the game. That is Gunnar Fisher. We've seen a lot of snaps tonight. But here on the first down play, they're going to hand it off to Michael Heil. He gets a burst of speed going. It's going to be another good chunk of yards here for Michael Heil. A gain of six there on first down. Michael Heil. Oh, my goodness. He's just been a workhorse tonight. Trey Yates there on the tackle, and he comes up limping again. A penalty comes out at the end here. After the play, a little extracurriculars. I don't know what happened, actually. Might be unsportsmanlike again. I'm not sure. What's going on here? Uh, the refs are sidebarring it again. See what the call is. Another unsportsmanlike conduct. I'm sure Cody Jackson won't be happy about those. That's going to be knocking them back five yards. And it was after the play. Waiting to see where they spot the ball. It's actually going to be more than a five-yard penalty. That's going to be a 15-yard penalty on the unsportsmanlike conduct. That's going to make it first and a – wow, hold on. That's more than 15 yards. That's that's a big penalty. I'm waiting to see on what the official number is. Looks like second and 20, if you ask me. Yeah, second and 19 here for St. Cecilia. And they got a new quarterback in the game. We'll get you that guy in a second here. They're going to hand the ball off to number 20. Number 20's got a big hole. A flag comes out. He's going to be up the sideline. He has a first down or more. He's going to be tackled down near the 20-yard line. A flag did come out. And we have a new quarterback in the game. Uh, number 16 here, Isaiah Swanson. And that was Noah Daly on the carry. He's a, a junior. It is going to be holding here on St. Cecilia. So that play is going to come back. We've seen Noah Daly play before in some blowouts. He had a really good uh, fourth quarter in a game last year where St. Cecilia was dominating a football game, and uh, we saw that he's got some talent too. He's a small little guy, though, Noah Daly. He's uh, not sure how tall he is because we don't have heights and weights on the Blue Hawk side of things, but Noah Daly is not as big as like Michael Heil and Tate Schmidt, but he's got some legs. He can run, and he's quick, and he's elusive too. But now we're staring at second and 23 now. For St. Cecilia, 3.20 left to go here in this fourth quarter. The clock continues to run. 42-7 to is our score. Here's the snap. The handoff to a new running back this time, not Noah Daly. That was Max Clark on the carry there for St. Cecilia.
And you know we got the we got the young guys in now. As Saint Cecilia is winning forty two to seven, I think we got on both sides of the football. The starters have been taken out. Isaiah Swanson is going to hand the ball off here to Noah. Noah Daly, and Noah's going to get bottled up in the backfield for a loss of about two yards there. That's going to make it fourth and, I don't know, like 21. Fourth and a long ways. So St. Cecilia will be forced to punt the ball, but 2.15 left to go here in the fourth quarter, and the clock continues to run. St. Cecilia is going to go to 2 and 0 on the season here. A great start to the season as they won at Hershey last week, 28 to 13. They're going to win here tonight. As of right now, the score is 42 to 7. And Coach Cody Jackson is going to start his uh, career as a head coach with two wins. But we have a timeout here by Cody, so we'll take a timeout too. We'll be back with the rest of the fourth quarter. You're listening to high school football here on ESPN 1550. Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to Class C2 football here on ESPN 1550. It is the St. Cecilia Bluehawks taking on the Freeman Falcons, and they are dominating St. Cecilia. They're up 42-7 to right now with a minute 44 left to go. The punt is a high one here on this 4th and 21 for St. Cecilia, and it's going to be fielded at the 33-yard line. A 28-yard punt there by Carson Kudlicek, the freshman kicker. He also does the kickoffs for St. Cecilia. So even though he's in the game, it's usually Gus Driscoll doing the punts, but uh, Kudlicek does do the uh, kickoffs here for St. Cecilia, so that's nice. A little freshman kicker out there. And now he's getting some playing time at safety. As like I said, we got the backups in now. As the clock continues to run, a minute 10 left here to go in the fourth quarter. It's been a tough night here. We have, an, we have a final from Milford. Adam Central won 42-14. to So Adam Central looking extremely good here in the first two weeks of this season. And, you know, Aurora... Is actually uh, they're the team that Adam Central beat in week one. Aurora was the number one ranked team coming into the season in class C1. And they won last week, Adam Central, over Aurora, the defending state champs, Aurora. And that game was 24 to 8. Some people might think, oh, maybe Aurora's not as good as last year. Well, Aurora came around and they are just dominating Carney Catholic. So Aurora still looks good. Adam Central might be really good this year. It'll be fun to cover that team throughout the year. We'll see how far they can go. St. Cecilia looking good, too. They beat Hershey last week. And now they're looking to go 2-0 two, two now after they're up 42-7 to seven here with 45 seconds left to go here in the fourth quarter. Probably one more play, I'd say, and then things will wrap up here. We'll see. Maybe two more plays. We'll see what happens. But uh, nonetheless, we got a new quarterback in the game for the Freeman Falcons. That's number 25, Taylin Vitrovsky. 
He's a 5'10", 140 freshman for Freeman. And here on this first down play, it still says 4th and 21 over there, even though it's 1st and 10. It's 1st and 10 here for Freeman. They're going to run an option play. The ball's on the ground again, and it's picked up there by the running back. They've had that happen quite a lot tonight. And the clock will continue to run with 30 seconds left to go here in the fourth quarter. And it looks like they are going to run up to the line of scrimmage to try to get one more playoff before this game ends. Get those young kids some experience on both sides of the football here. Some varsity experience. It's always important to know what it's like to play under the Friday night lights. Last play of the game here. Ten seconds left to go here in the fourth quarter. Here is the snap. They're going to do another toss play. And the running back is going to run out of bounds. That's number 38, Brandon Jurgens. And that's going to bring us to the end of the game. Our final here at Duncan Field. St. Cecilia wins over Freeman, 42-7. St. Cecilia moves to 2-0 on the season. Freeman moves to 0-2. We'll take a quick break. We'll take a little break here, and we'll give you the stats right after this on ESPN 1550. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to the uh, wrap-up here for the Class C2 high school football game between Freeman Falcons and the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks here at Duncan Field. St. Cecilia just dominated here on homecoming night. They win the game 42-7 as it was just uh, all night here for St. Cecilia. They started the game off with a nice six-play, 40-yard drive. That was capped off by a three-yard touchdown run by Micah Heil, and that would be a theme of the night, Micah Heil touchdowns. Freeman was able to make it 7-7 seven seven early on here as they had a four-play, eight-yard drive. That was capped off by a five-yard touchdown pass by Carter Roos to Trey Yates, their big wide receiver. And then from there, it would be all St. Cecilia as they scored on a two-play, eight-yard drive, a one-yard touchdown run by Gus Driscoll, then a seven-play, 45-yard drive, that was a uh, six-yard run by Micah Heil. So they'd go into halftime up 21-7. to And then on the very first play of the second half, an 85-yard touchdown run by Micah Heil to make it 28-7, to kind of the backbreaker. You looked at the 
Freeman sideline there. You had uh, guys with their hands up in the air. They looked frustrated, defeated after that play, and then, like I said, it would just be more of the same. The very next drive was a punt, but then after that, they had a five-play, 73-yard drive, and this is where Gus Driscoll showed off his passing prowess. He had a 32-yard completion to Alex Burns and then a 15-yard touchdown pass to Jacob Rouliette to cap off the drive and make it 35-7. to Then in the fourth quarter, a heck of a run by Micah Heil to make it 20. It was a 21-yard run to make it 42-7. to And uh, he broke about five or six tackles on that play alone. And overall tonight, I think he broke like 10 or 15. I'm going to wonder if the St. Cecilia coaching staff keeps track of broken tackles. We'll ask whoever they send up here uh, if they got that stat for us. But uh, nonetheless, a great game tonight by the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. They moved to 2-0 on the season. We'll take a quick break. That does it for the play-by-play. We'll have the player of the game for you right after this on ESPN 1550. Play-by-play of tonight's game has been brought to you by the ESPN 1550 KICS Sports Boosters. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coach's post-game show on ESPN 1550 KICS. It's the sale you've been waiting for. Gary Michael Summer Half Price Sale. All men's and ladies' summer clothing is half price. Don't delay. There's still plenty of hot weather ahead, and Gary Michaels has the clothing for all occasions, from swim to golf to summer weddings, now half price. And ladies, Hobo and Brighton, clearance, half to 75% off. Shop now in downtown Hastings and Kearney, Gary Michaels Clothiers. It's time now for the player of the game on ESPN 1550 KICS. Welcome to the player of the game here on ESPN 1550. In case you're just joining us, St. Cecilia beat Freeman tonight 42-7. to And um, I'd be kidding myself if I said we had multiple candidates for player of the game. But you know what? We're going to give you multiple candidates because that's what we got to do. We got to give some other kids some love here, even though Micah Heil had a heck of a night. Uh, we had Gus Driscoll. He had an interception on defense, and he also threw a touchdown pass. He had just over 50 yards passing, and he passed pretty well tonight. Also ran pretty well. I think he had about 20 or 30 yards rushing. And then, of course, we have Tate Schmidt. He had 13 carries for, it looks like, 65 yards there. A little bit more than that, it looks like, as we are still adding up the stats here. There's a lot of stats to add up from the St. Cecilia side of things. But uh, those are our two candidates. But now we're going to give you the, the, the candidate from tonight. It's uh, Micah Heil. He had 21 carries for 223 yards and four touchdowns, and I think he had three tackles for losses, something like that. He had a lot of tackles in general. So, yeah, he had about 10 tackles, evidently, from our statistician Gene Shaw here. So we those are the candidates for player of the game. I'm sure you're hanging on the edge of your seat to hear who the player of the game actually is, so we'll take a quick break, and then we'll give you the player of the game right after this. Locally owned Hastings Physical Therapy is the leader in one-on-one hands-on care. Hi, my name is Sean Vonerfect, and at Hastings Physical Therapy, we want you to know the choice is yours when selecting your physical therapist. Our staff at Hastings Physical Therapy is committed to helping patients meet their goals in a relaxed, calm environment with the highest level of care for your recovery. 
We're located at 2307 Osborne Drive West at the corner of 281 and Kansas Avenue. To learn more about our services and team, log on to HastingsPhysicalTherapy.com. Welcome back here to the Player of the Game on ESPN 1550. We gave you our candidates. It was Gus Driscoll, Tate Schmidt, and Micah Heil. And Micah Heil, he's got to take it. We can't give it to anybody else. He had 21 carries for 222 yards and four touchdowns, including an 85-yard touchdown to start the second half. He is by far the player of the game. He had a lot of nice defensive plays as well. We'll give him four tackles for losses and about ten tackles overall. So player of the game tonight, Micah Heil. Clear choice. Looked like all district tonight here on ESPN 1550. We'll take another quick break, and we'll be back with the coaches' postgame show right after this. You've been listening to the player of the game on ESPN 1550 KICS. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the coaches' postgame show. It's up next on ESPN 1550 KICS. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street in Hastings. Mike Spataro here with you on ESPN 1550. We're still waiting on them to send up a coach. Uh, it is homecoming night, so you know the celebrations, the festivities are a little bit different here at the end of the game. We'll see if they do send one up. I know they're Still hanging out on the field here, celebrating this 42-7 to victory they had tonight over Freeman. We just gave you like a lot of the stats from St. Cecilia, but let's tell you how their defense did tonight because they could have easily been a candidate for player of the game. They played incredible tonight, but it's hard to beat what Michael Heil did. They uh, allowed only 115 yards total on the night, and they only allowed 13 rushing yards on 23 carries. That's less than a yard a carry. That is some impressive stuff there by the St. Cecilia defense. They uh, did allow some passing yards towards the end of the game there, but I'm sure they weren't playing as aggressively as you would in a close game. They are kind of just sitting back in their zones, not letting the big plays happen. Overall, Carter Roos went 13 for 22 tonight and 102 yards, and he had that one touchdown to Trey Yates, their big wide receiver for Freeman. But, like I said, Freeman lost tonight 42-7 to as our final 0-2 start for the season for Freeman. A 2-0 start here for the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks as they beat Hershey last week 28-13, to and they dominate here tonight in their first home game of the season. Homecoming game, too, nonetheless. They win 42-7 to is our final, and we're waiting to see if they're going to be sending up a coach. Like we said, it's homecoming night, so the festivities are going on a little bit longer than usual. They get to enjoy this one, and then they have homecoming this weekend, so... It's going to be a good weekend here for St. Cecilia. We'll give you a couple of scores from around the area before we kick it to another commercial break to see if they're going to send a coach up here. St. Cecilia, obviously tonight, winning 42-7. to Let's give you the other Hastings teams. Hastings High, the Tigers, lost tonight against a really good Scotts Bluff team, though. 47-12 to was the final there. And Adams Central, they look really good after these first two games. They won last week over a defending state champ, Aurora, and they... 
are able to pull one out tonight. Not more than pull one out. They win in convincing fashion over Milford on the road. 42-14 to is the final there. And just to let you know, last week they beat Aurora 24-8 to at home at uh, Patriot Field. Some people thought maybe Aurora not as good as they were last year. Maybe Adam Central just a lot better than they were last year as they Aurora won tonight over Kearney Catholic 45-10. to So we'll take a quick break. It looks like they are going to send up a coach, so we'll take a quick break, and we'll be speaking with him right after this on ESPN 1550. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. Welcome back to uh, high school football, the post-game show here. It's the players or the coaches post-game show here on ESPN 1550. We're joined by defensive coordinator Parker Trumbull. Uh, Parker, let's talk about your defense tonight. They played spectacular. I don't know if you know the numbers yet, but our, our statistician has you guys down here for only allowing 13 rushing yards and 115 yards overall. Talk a little bit about how well your defense played. Yeah, we tried to uh, set it up up front with the D-line. Uh, we talked talk about just giving a nice push, um, and then everybody else playing their job uh, over top of them and backers uh, flowing, and that's what they did tonight. And uh, We covered them well in the past and everything. It's uh, just everything that we worked for, uh, prepared for in the week, uh, worked out, and it showed, I guess. So talk a little bit about your defense in these first two games of the season. I think last week you guys allowed about 100 yards, maybe less again. So the defense has really been uh, a calling card here for St. Cecilia early on. Yeah, it's uh, it feels good. Uh, we kind of hang our hat on it right now. Hopefully uh, it continues uh, in the weeks coming up and for the rest of the season. And then with the defense, you know, we gave Michael Heil the player of the game because of his amazing offensive game, but he had a really good defensive game, too. It looked like he had quite a few tackles for losses. He was flying all over the field. He's got a, would you say he's one of the better defensive players you got over there? Uh, we got I know you don't want to rank him or anything. You do got a lot of good defensive players that showed here tonight because it takes 11 men to have a defensive performance like this in back-to-back weeks. Yes, exactly. Uh, Mike, Mike is a great player for us. Uh, he does what we ask. Um, and it showed tonight on offense, and it must have showed on defense uh, from what you're saying. And uh, He had a great night uh, last week, too, so uh, hopefully he keeps it up and, uh, on the weeks coming up. And Alex Burns as well. He, I think he had two forced, turn- forced turnovers. He had the fumble recovery down there on the, in the first half, and he also had the interception near the end of the game. So uh, Alex Burns having a big game as well. Yeah, Alex, uh, great middle linebacker for us, uh, flows hard. Getting those uh, turnovers, it's something that uh, was one of our goals, gets, get turnovers, uh, win that differential every game. Um, and Burns came up big for us on that. And you guys forced three turnovers total tonight, the two by Alex Burns and then the one by your quarterback, Gus Driscoll. That says a lot about a quarterback, that he can play DB and quarterback because you don't see that too often in any sport, in any uh, level of, of football. Yeah, Gus is a tough kid, uh, great kid. He, he works hard and uh, – He's playing big right now. Uh, last week had a similar game. Uh, he's, he's doing great right now. All right, Coach Parker Trumbull, well, thank you very much for your time. Great game tonight, and uh, good luck next week. All right, thanks. All right, that was the defensive coordinator, Parker Trumbull, joining us here on the Coach's Post Game Show. And that will wrap things up. 
from for us from here at uh, Duncan Field. The final again here tonight. Freeman, 7. St. Cecilia, 42. Freeman falls to 0-2 on the season, and the St. Cecilia Bluehawks improved to 2-0. and And great game by St. Cecilia, as we just heard tonight, talking to defensive coordinator Parker Trumbull. So for my statistician, Gene Shaw, and my producer and engineer, back at the studio, Brad Beam, I'm Mike Spataro. Have a great weekend, and thanks for listening to High School Football here on ESPN 1550. The Coach's Post Game Show has been brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street in Hastings. Call 402-463-5678. High School Football has been an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports, ESPN 1550, KICS Hastings.